0: uh bam we're live jr thanks for coming on dude always you the man danielle brandon thanks for coming on hello hey <laughs> so much great conversation all the episodes i think won't get much out of always seem to be so awesome yeah hey man that guy we had on published 123 books in three years and some of his books he wrote in two days <laughs> you should nuts. check out his books
1: absolutely no one has
0: any excuse to do like if if you if you have some he 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 basically cracked the code on how to use tiktok instagram and amazon and youtube on how to make a shitload of money without having to do thrusters
2: i have to do thrusters
0: i'm gonna send you that episode danielle (laughs) danielle um we have uh jr howell on the um show if you have any questions on what the events are going to be at Rogue or at the games next year, anything he can answer, any of those
3: <laughs> questions for
2: he, you. He doesn't sound like he—he's nodding like he doesn't want to share, but that's okay.
3: He knows. He knows. Broken clocks, right? Twice a day. That's it. No.
0: <laughs> do you know? Do you know about? uh Do you know? Do you know about what happened at the games, Danielle? What with you jr mean? did you, jr basically predicted all these events oh, that were going to no. be at the games and he was just fucking hitting them out of the park i want to say he was I like
2: "Saw that video
0: eight for yeah it's nuts right
2: yeah i started following him right after that
0: yeah
1: right oh.
0: hey it is it's it's kind of like it's kind of like, like as Hiller would say i don't believe in coincidences it's like something's wrong like he cheated <laughs> like he he hacked into bosman's email or something it is really weird
3: which do you believe more, that or that she actually started following me? Because one of them, <laughs> one of them
0: definitely
3: <laughs> false, maybe two of
2: them. Your name is Jr. What is, uh, what? What is
3: it? Howell. Yeah.
2: Oh Jr. Is that Jr. Is your name?
3: It's my initials, but yeah, that's what I go by.
2: Oh, cool. And you. Uh, you own Jason Hopper's. No,
3: no just stop yes. there. He owns yes. Jason Hopper. That's it. You got it. He owns Jason. Yes.
2: <laughs> you own CrossFit Crash, which is where Jason Hopper goes.
3: Correct. CrossFit right. Crash is where Jason Hopper goes. Where? Okay. Yeah, not the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> right. Does he yeah. really go there? Yeah, every day.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, do you go to an affiliate, Danielle?
2: Um, kind of. It's CrossFit Naples. I don't know if it's like, or I mean, the brute gym, which is literally a couple doors down from CrossFit Naples, which is Matt's gym. Matt who? Torres.
0: Oh, he owns that gym.
2: Yes. Did
0: he, did he buy it from a lady who, who had cancer and did CrossFit and got all better? Her and her son ran the gym. I think I did a, a story on CrossFit Naples for CrossFit like a gazillion years ago.
2: Whoa, I actually don't know. I don't Do you know, know how
0: that's... long he's owned that gym.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Could okay. you search that, Sousa CrossFit Naples, and YouTube? Yeah, maybe it, it'll right be now. from 2000.
2: Whoa, nine or ten. Wow. Uh, w- w-
0: why are you ghosting, Dave?
2: <laughs> Me,
0: yeah, yeah, just ambush, just ambush Danielle <laughs> Brandon, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Oh, right Dave. Wife, Dave Castro, am I? He said, "I mean, shit." He says, "You are."
2: I'm ghosting a lot of people. Then,
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you are you mad at him? No, 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 not at all. It's just, how many text messages did you get today?
2: More than I've even opened. More, I, I, I haven't. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> more than I can keep up with.
0: Is it weird that um that there's a medium? like that kind of happens with Instagram right there's a point in your life where you can answer your DMs and then it's just when when do you tap because because there's this there's this tug and pull right like mm-hmm. at least for me so so Taylor was started texting me before the show just now do you know who Taylor self is the bald guy he looks like a thumb he's yes. on the show sometimes he yeah. texts me he's texted me like 3 hours ago and i purposely didn't open it so that I would answer it when I have more time. Then he texts me again, question mark, like, what's up, asshole? And I'm like, "Uh, listen, dickwad, I have 500 unopened texts. I'm getting ready to do a show.
2: Yeah. I think, yeah, that's what's really tough is I think a lot of people think I'm on Instagram all the time, but really I go on there, open my messages, try to answer as many as possible. And then by the time I get to like my feed um, and try to like regularly scroll Instagram like a normal person, I just like am so sick of Instagram that I'll get off of it. And then I go to like my messages, and I'm like, ugh, like I don't want to, I don't want to look at these. And then like, I do make the mistake of opening it in hopes that I'll see it later, and I never do.
0: Do you uh, what I just saw?
2: The un- unread factor, like they do on Instagram.
0: Yeah, you can now do that on text messages. They, at least oh, I dude. just discovered it a couple of days ago. If you Wait, swipe ow, to the ow. right, you can now let's see, make it unread.
2: Wow. I pr- you yeah. probably
0: shouldn't know that. It's just going to make your shit even more complicated. No,
2: it would be so helpful. Wow. I, need I don't there. even
1: have that. Yeah, um, I need to update
2: mine.
0: I, up. I hate it on Instagram too when someone sends me something really thoughtful, <sighs> but I don't have time to open it. And I knew I shouldn't have opened it. And then, and then I'm just like, it. I just double heart it. Like, I, I saw it, but like I don't know what, like, I don't have time to, like, I don't have three minutes for you.
2: Or Or you lose it. And you're like, I'm never finding this again.
1: I can find mine. <laughs> My shit's not as chaotic as yours. It's not that deep. I wasn't <laughs> able to find the uh, start date on CrossFit Naples. Just to, so the people. How,
0: how many? How many followers do you have now?
2: I think like um, five five hundred sixty k. I think something like that.
0: After the show, will you? And people think I have ADHD after the show. Will you look for Dave? If you remember, will you look for Dave's text and be like, I'm not ghosting you.
2: I'll do it. I'll look for it. And you know, what's worse is I have my red receipts on right now.
0: Oh shit. What well, did you get a new phone and forget to turn that off?
2: <laughs> no. You know, when you turn it on in hopes that it'll, it'll make you respond more. No.
0: Wow. That's discipline.
2: And it, 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 it doesn't always work like that. Wow. I was I, I was hoping it would, but it doesn't.
0: I want to see if, if when we text, if it says that.
2: It probably does.
0: No, it doesn't.
2: Well, no, not in a group chat. In a group chat it won't say that.
0: Oh, all right. I always text you with the witness. I ain't fucking texting you alone.
2: With the <laughs> <a> witness.
0: <laughs> fucking go to jail.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. The twins like <laughs> uh
0: the
2: witness
0: some, some, some simple questions. Are you a brute strength athlete now?
2: I train with the brute squad. Yeah.
0: Brute squad. You train with the brute squad. Words are important, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and is, uh, Matt Torres your coach? Yeah, that would be a good word. Okay. Yeah. coach.
1: Wasn't
2: assuming I anything. Say, well, I it, was you?
0: hoping I could get her. I was fishing. I was fishing. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm going to say only coach.
0: Is, is Matt Torres your coach?
2: Yeah. And Dom.
0: And Dom. You said something. Um, I, I was watching the interview you did, you did with Invictus Mindset, and you were saying a, a couple times in there, you said that you weren't prepared when? for the 2021. Crossfit games. Correct. What what does that I mean obviously f- f- everything was just thrown to shit, right? You're in a car right. with two people who tested positive for COVID. I yeah. mean everything from there goes sideways. But was was it, was any of it your fault? Like what did you do you take responsibility for it or is it like should you have done something different?
2: Of course, like I don't think there's one person to blame, but I definitely have a lot more perspective now on what a coach not necessarily should do, but what, what coaches can do for their athletes, right? Like uh, the significant difference between like the brute camp and underdogs camp is just, I mean, the level of discussion that goes on about workouts and how to approach workouts and um, breaking down workouts. It's just like, is drastically different. I think a lot of times with underdogs with me and Justin and not that there's anybody to blame for that. I think that's just naturally how it happened, but me and Justin before a workout, it would be more of like a, Oh, I think I can do this or maybe I should do this. And Justin would be like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, like let's try it. You know, you're capable. Let's see what happens. Whereas like with Torres, if I kind of say something like that, he's like, well, no, like, let's break it up here. Like, you know, let's approach it this way and just see what happens. Um, It's much more like being coached rather than like-
0: Collaborative. And and you like that more?
2: It's not that I like it more, it just works better.
0: I I would think that maybe you were the personality that might even be like, hey, mind your own fucking business, that you would have preferred the, uh, the Kotler method better. If I would have just like, just looking at you for the little bit that I know you.
2: I think it, um, not shitting on anyone, but I think it comes down to a lot of respecting your coach.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Okay.
2: Like I, I really respect, um, Matt and Dom and I think they're really knowledgeable and it makes it easier to listen to a person like that.
0: Right. So like you wouldn't take advice on me from me on how to grow your Instagram account, but you would from (laughs) Tia.
2: I don't think either of you. Okay, good.
0: All right, fine. Insert insert anyone's name besides me. (laughs) No. Uh, JR, were you going to say something?
3: Yeah, maybe Hans. Hans? Oh, from, uh, yes, Hans. That's what he does. That's what he does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How is is Hans? Are you still working with
2: Monster? Yeah,
0: I am. Do you like that?
2: Yeah, I love it.
0: And do you work with that guy directly, Hans?
2: Um, we haven't chatted in a minute, um, but I enjoy Hans. He's a very unique individual. What do he you mean? Just- a, he just has like a different kind of energy to him that not a lot of people have.
1: Yeah, it, good your energy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, a
1: uh, good,
0: uh, good, good energy.
2: I mean not a bad energy
0: okay i just know him from the ufc scene
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he had a really fun instagram account he was always playing with the athletes kicking stuff out of their hands he just seemed like he just and, and he seems like he's into it he like he knows oh, his yeah. he knows his brand he knows what he's doing
2: he's into it yeah <laughs> what is it?
0: nice motor that motorcycle is too small for him
2: it's so small <laughs>
0: So I, I want to go back for a second. So you're um, you're at Underdog. You have an abrupt departure a month before the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and you couldn't have been 100% certain what was going to happen, right? When? Could, oh, at, at that time. Dur- during that month, you had to be like – I'm guessing you had to be like, okay – I have to just get my fucking bed down and I have to be able to find a gym and I have to train and go to the games and then unpack the mess.
2: Oh yeah. Are you this year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So the games finish. Do you have a good cry? Do you, do you cry after the games?
2: I don't think I did cry. I don't think so. No.
0: You don't, you don't just go up to your hotel room and just like, <sighs> just let out a cathartic cry.
2: No. What did I do? No, I was, uh, I was having some good beers. Got home. It was just. It was just a happy ending. It really it was,
0: was. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, It was a happy ending. It was. I, mean, a very, I wasn't
0: insinuating like, that crying's a, ha- a bad ending. I'm guessing. I would. I would ask that to anyone. I would think I that maybe have, even I Tia think
2: I had a happy cry. No, I didn't have a happy cry.
0: Or just. Or just some sort of release. Was there any moment where you were like, "Fuck." Like you, like now. There's 364 days until this shit comes back. Like, oh, fuck.
2: you know what? It wasn't, which I think is a good thing. It wasn't like this dreadful, like sigh of relief because the games was not. I mean, the games was so fun. It was the most fun I've ever had competing because I just trust Matt and Dom so much, and they coached me so well through the games. Um, and I just stayed. I for the most part, very level headed. And, um, it, yeah, it was just fun. I enjoyed competing. I enjoyed working out and doing fitness. And, um, I loved the people that I was there with.
0: You, you talked about it other times when there were like, if there were mental hiccups or breakdowns, yeah. or if you, if you got to in your head, you right. could turn to Bethany or Carrie and, and, and chat it out with them. Yeah. And I, I'm guessing kind of maybe this is, it's, it's like a fighter and, and you look to your corner and, and those are your homies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then when you, you said in that interview, um, who, who, uh, that when they didn't come to the games in 2021, that was grow up time. It was like, oh yeah. shit, I'm here by myself.
2: Yeah. I, I lacked a lot of confidence in my fitness in in my abilities that year. So but, essentially but, like, I felt like I had to rely on them. Right. Cause I didn't feel like I could rely on my fitness or anything.
0: But when, when you're, when you're at the games, do you, do you, um, y- you know, there's a lot of eyes on you mm-hmm. and I, 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 haven't ever been anywhere. I, I have no type of, um, uh, fame where like yours, but there's times when you're in crowds where so many fucking people know you and you're just looking for a pair of eyes that you recognize. So you can kind of lock on because you're, you're almost concerned that if you look out, it's going to get too much, too much engagement. or um, are Torres and Dom, those guys, like after you finish a workout, are you looking for them? Are you looking to like go, go back to your cave um, or
3: your I
2: don't really look for anyone? I think like what I enjoy most is like when I am competing, it's, you get a weird feeling of, um, I mean, for me anyways, I don't really ever think about how many people are like watching me. You can just kind of get in this like zone when you're on the floor and you're working out. Like you, where you almost feel alone, you know, until like, of course, until you like have moments where you're like, okay, I'm competing. Right. So you're like noticing what's going on next to you. Or if you literally look right. Cause I'm trying to race somebody. Um, but you get into like a very like flow state, which is, it's like a, it's a cool feeling and it's a good feeling. So, but I don't really look for anyone after. I mean, like after if I do well or whatever, I'll usually Cooper's there.
0: Ah, oh, Coop.
2: Yeah, usually Cooper's always there. Coop, which is uh, awesome. did,
0: what, did your uh, what, did your mom attend the games this year?
2: No, she didn't this year.
0: Any any family?
2: Uh, no. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's the team is you, Cooper, Cooper Dom, and, and and Torres. Yep um do do you see yourself staying? Do, did you like the move? or do, do you think outside yeah. of the fact of whatever the p outside of like who underdogs and cotler is and outside of outside of Brute and Torres, are are you invigorated by the move? Just something new?
2: Yeah. I love Florida. I love my house, and I love Naples, which like I feel like Vegas. it was it was like just a, I knew it was a business move. I didn't ever love Vegas. Truly, it was just something that I had to do. It was somewhere that I needed to be for that time.
0: How far are you from the beach?
2: Um, I think if I go five ten minutes.
0: Uh, do you have a beach that's like your beach? Like, hey, that's the beach I go to.
2: Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. The Hurricane you, kind of fucked it up, but.
0: Oh no shit. Oh yeah. T- tell me about the hurricane.
2: Oh my god. Where uh, were you? We were at the power monkey camp,
0: which is, and,
2: which was in somewhere in uh, Tennessee.
0: Okay. Was it at mayhem?
2: No, but it's, it's right near cookville. I want to say okay. it's like a half hour or an hour from cookville in Gainesville okay. or something like, that. do you know, JR? Yeah. Do you guys, where is some, it? Someone, someone will say in the comments. Crossville. It's like, it's like weirdly.
0: It's a ville. It's a Gainesville. A Cookville.
2: Something like that. <laughs> Where is no, it? No, it's
0: CrossFit, Danielle.
2: CrossFit. Okay. Um, yeah, we were at the Power Monkey Camp, Dallin, Emma, Torres, and I. And I think Tuesday was when it kind of started. And we're just getting information from Dallin's wife, Corinne, who luckily she was staying at my house because she was with Cash, my dog. And I think Tuesday she was like, OK, I think I'm there went over to our friend Pat's house who has just um, he has a really nice house. He has like backup generators like it's a house you'd want to be at for a hurricane. Yeah. OK. In oh, Crossville. Crossville. Yeah. Oh, then, shit. No why
1: you <laughs> you
0: gotta eat a sock. What?
2: <laughs> yeah. Crossville.
0: Danielle <laughs> for the win.
2: So, yeah, we were at this camp her in we're getting updates from her i think she's texting torres and dallin mainly and i think wednesday and th- this is crazy i don't know uh where she was staying it was this house right on the water across the way was where matt's house was like you could see his condo
0: oh i like this story please tell me the hurricane just swept it away and they got to watch Absolutely.
2: it they literally oh, insane like it was it was like I mean, that's, like, so sad. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Like, it was just, like, rising and rising and rising.
0: They saw the water line go up over Matt's house?
2: They were just, like, it's getting fucked. Yeah.
1: Oh, shit. Because
2: where he lived, like, the water, like, they were staying on the water and then, like, his house. And then the beach was, like, right there. Milk Beach.
0: Hey, what happened to all those amazing homes? Wh- where did the hurricane land? Did it land in Naples?
2: I mean, it hit Naples, but I, what's the,
0: uh, what was the name of the hurricane?
2: Hurricane Ian.
0: Ian, Maybe you could look that up. Susan. Where where yeah. it took land. Hey, um, um so what happened to all those insane. fucking gazillion dollar homes that are on the beach?
2: Nuts, like insane. So a couple weekends ago we went to, I want to say Sanibel Island. I forget, or Marco Island. One of those, we went to, um, some of Matt's friends were basically just going through and helping people clean up their houses because, not a ton of people have renters insurance because they didn't think anything like this would ever happen. Um, it's very sad, actually. A lot of um, older folks—they have these amazing, beautiful homes—and they're just destroyed. So we just went through, and they're right by, the, right on the beach. And um, there was this one older man, and he was on his honeymoon and came home, and and his house was just a mess. So we basically, were-
0: the homes filled with water and then drained, right. like.
2: And sand, and their their shit's broken. Everything,
0: all your belongings toast.
2: Yep, cars totaled everywhere. I think everybody in my neighborhood, uh, their car was totaled.
0: Wow, how about your house where you live? Was your shit fucked up?
2: My car was totaled.
0: Oh my god. Oh damn.
2: Yeah, and my garage flooded like four or five feet. But luck, like my house was built for that, so my whole bottom, um story is garage oh which which is crazy because like my house and then the house next to me are like built very sturdy and i think this is like a very up-and-coming area and not many of the homes around me were built for this so they all got like fucked like just today somebody came through and picked up all the stuff because everybody just put all their belongings in front of their house so like you drive by and people's couches i mean everything and what's even more nuts is they had to put a curfew because people were coming and looting people's stuff
0: damn like the ikea by
2: last people coming in in the neighborhood all the time i'm like you don't live here
0: the ikea by your house is killing it
2: we don't even have an ikea but it would be
0: (laughs) so that's what it was like did you see it like that or by the time you got there the water had gone
2: the water had gone by the time we got back, but what's cr- it, like crazy is, um, yeah.
0: Holy shit.
2: Yeah. I think, I wonder if that's Sanibel Island. Cause I think that's what got hit like the worst. What's so crazy, I guess
0: was, I don't understand a hurricane. It's just yeah. basically so much water and wind. It's just water's just, it's like basically,
2: yeah, I guess I and don't understand it. It's crazy because you're just like, how, like, you know, I look outside and I'm like, how would water just be? four or five feet up I mean Corinne got to my neighborhood because she was trying to check on my house she walked through like waste deep water in my neighborhood to try to check on it wow which is nuts because there's like gators fish sharks <laughs> all
1: just, the sea like, life now
2: stuck, yeah just stuck in people's front yards
0: um are you playing pickleball yeah no shit
2: yeah. It's, who are you playing with uh, today? It was Torres, Karina and I, and we played singles against each other because all the other boys were golfing.
0: Wow! Have you yeah, played with
2: pros? We, I live like five minutes from a pickleball court, and they're legit pros.
0: Um, uh, does Does Emma play pickleball?
2: Um, when we were at Power Monkey, she played one game against who? It was Torres and her versus me and this Italian guy, and we beat them.
0: Of course. It's a water tornado. <laughs> yes, I so. guess so. That's what it seems like.
2: It's not, it's just like, it's a, it's crazy. Cause when you just hear about it, but then when it affects like the place where you're living, it's wild.
0: Yeah. Um, but you're staying, you're happy. Do you own your house?
2: Yeah. Um, no, I rent.
0: Are you thinking about buying a house down there?
2: I am actually, I think I want to buy this one actually.
0: Oh, what because it survived.
2: Yeah, and I love it. It's a <laughs> great like it's, it's pop, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, that was the test.
0: Um, I heard uh so someone told me a couple days ago of an athlete, not Tia, uh who is making a million who made a million dollars last year, across the wow.
2: athlete.
0: Yeah. Oh, so that is a wow for you. Does that seem, but I don't know if it's true, right? It's hearsay.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, I could throw a name out there who I would think. Who do you think? <laughs> <laughs> is that rude?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to try not to flinch if it's the same person you, I, that I heard. That,
1: that's a compliment. It's not rude. It's compliment.
2: Brooke Wells or like maybe, maybe Kat, but I don't know. Cause she kind of had a weird year.
1: Weird year. You wear years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just <didn't> it. <laughs> years oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I would think this.
0: I will tell you this it w- that was not the name I heard really no but that but isn't that that's fascinating I I seriously had no idea that any of the athletes were making that much money I- except for maybe I mean I thought maybe Tia is and I think for sure yeah. matt is with this program I'm sure for sure rich is but but I had no idea. Yeah, this person doesn't have anything. Um. Legal. <laughs> yes, I heard her Instagram <laughs> subscription is bringing in uh, eight hundred thousand a month. No, way. no, I just nasty. made that. Up.
2: No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that's
1: a lot of crumble cookies. Her no, only fans.
0: No, no, no. no she, I, I heard she has a. Um, I think Danny has a. Andrew doesn't Danny have a. Uh, it's a subscription
1: thing on Instagram.
0: Here we go, Patrick, with a little bit of information. Noble contracts are no joke. <laughs> that, yes, that's that's
2: their that's, shoes are though. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what is
2: the
0: what is the deal? They must know that by now. Must be trying to do something about it, right? They must know. I mean, it's, it's you can't find. Anytime anyone says anything nice about them on the internet, you click on their account and it's like, oh, it's obviously a fake account. It's like you're like, oh yeah, this fake account.
2: Yeah, who, who runs the Instagram?
0: There, who Noble's Instagram? Yeah,
2: like, I don't. Like my marketing team, probably.
0: I don't know. Uh, Jr. Did Noble sponsor CrossFit Crash? Is that why you sat back? No. Oh, all right. You train he in Nobles, Jr.
2: Much? Not a big no. Class.
3: Nah, we're Nikes. You're in, all
2: right.
3: Mm. Same pair that you wore in college?
2: <laughs>
3: no. I don't think they make those anymore. What are they? I usually hoop in Hirachis back in the day. I'm sure you could find some Hirachis now, but probably yeah. lifestyle, not like people actually don't hoop in them anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: No one hooped in them probably back then either.
2: <laughs> he did.
0: You'd be surprised. Uh, Danielle, what do you wear? What shoes do you wear? The rags?
2: Yeah. 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 And your van's.
0: And you're stoked on them?
2: Oh, I love, I love them.
0: How are they doing? How's Rad doing?
2: Amazing. Really good. I actually was just in New York two weekends ago with, um, with the Rad crew. And I mean, they're doing so good.
3: I mean, I went on their website two yeah. nights ago to get some shoes for me and my wife just to try them out. And yeah. both of our sizes were sold out in every color.
2: Wow. It's nuts. Like, they, they just know what they're doing. And Benji's just so smart. They're honestly legends and they're all from the UK. So they're on another level of really cool people.
0: <laughs> and they got you.
2: Yeah. Which, which it makes me sick to think if I didn't choose them, like if I didn't sign with them,
0: like maybe if you would have gone somewhere with more money. Instead of
2: yeah, which like because I had people offer more money. And, wow. uh, yeah.
0: I would guess are, hey, okay, I, I know you probably don't want to float your own boat, but what what is, what is your team does your team tell you like holy fuck Danielle, you're the ultimate needle mover?
2: <laughs> um I think it's more of like a collective thing, like it's a group effort. Right. But
0: who else does Rad sponsor? I'll, I'll be the. We'll be the judge of that. No, who else?
2: like like me and the Rad group and Cooper. You know, like it's a. We all do it together, which is really cool.
0: Um, uh, what? I'm seriously? just the
2: one with the platform. Say that again. I'm just the one with the platform.
0: Right, right. Well, and amb- I, I, th- I think people, people like you, and then I think people trust you yeah. because there they're, you got the kind of no, no not kind of you have the no bullshit you know thing rolling
2: yeah i like to think out i was thinking about this today actually i was i i think um one of uh, the qualities that i really like about myself is i think when people are around me they truly feel like they can be themselves and i i really like that
0: yeah you set people free
2: yeah i want people to feel like they can be themselves
0: And and do you know why that's hard why that would be hard around you
2: I, yeah, which then I was like, you know, a lot of people probably feel scared to be themselves around me.
0: <laughs> well, the thing, the thing is this: you're so incredibly good looking that it, it's, it, it's, a, um, it, it's a, it's a, it's uh, a turn off. not the right word. It's, um, it's hard. It's it, 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 people aren't going to be comfortable around it. So, so then to to be right. on the other end of that and be. Um, and, and you're good looking, but you're all you're also fascinating. You're you're this enigma, right? Mm-hmm. You're like a weird bird. You're like a peacock. Mm-hmm. You know, they're 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 <laughs> yeah. beautiful, but they're also fucking yeah. weird. You're like, yeah, that's a fucking weird bird.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Um, but then on top of that, then to feel free around a peacock, it, right. it's uh, it's super cool. I
2: think it, it it'll it takes a little bit, which is fine. Yeah. I get it. When I'm around attractive people, when I'm around people that I find attractive, I get a little weird too.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah. Me everyone too. does, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um and i'm sorry that's why jr's on here to make you feel uncomfortable
2: (laughs) i I know i I couldn't even look at him when i said that
0: yeah um (laughs) uh, just so you know we we had uh we we, you're the only guest that we have a backup for at all times we had patrick (laughs) clark as the uh (laughs) as the backup
2: who was my backup
0: this guy patrick clark rad is the best shoe for running workouts patrick Uh,
2: clark that's my backup
1: yeah, that's your backup, Patrick. Offended?
2: Why? Just like, was it wasn't
1: a replacement. It was a backup.
2: Backup. Don't, don't, backup. Yeah, Backup to backup for a reason. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah backup.
0: Yeah. Patrick should be taken as a huge compliment. We were like Joe Biden or Patrick Clark. Patrick Clark.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Are you um? Are are you getting better? Seriously.
2: Yeah.
0: And 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 where are you getting better? In the gym. <laughs> so so you 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 show up on time now.
2: I show up when I want to. But.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll I'll be more specific. Are you getting? Um, is your overhead getting stronger?
2: Yeah, and it doesn't even. It's not even something we're trying to do.
0: Can you give me an example of that? Like what you've seen mm-hmm. recently in your overhead work.
2: In my overhead work. What do you mean? I mean, I mean. Like when the bar's over your head like this. Oh, yeah. Well, we've been doing a lot of um, like just upper body strength, um, a lot of bodybuilding with like wall facing handstand pushups, strict handstand pushups, lat pull downs, strict pull ups, um, a lot of tempo stuff, a lot of like ring holds, parallel holds, parallel tempo work. I feel like I just spilled a lot of secrets,
0: but whatever. <laughs> when you said bodybuilding, I was like, holy fuck. Oh, like I've been interviewing really? people. I've been interviewing <laughs> like, people like, for fucking 16 years <laughs> in the CrossFit space. I've never heard That's anyone true. say you that. Know, unless you, they were-
2: give, you give people the secrets, they still won't use it. That's
0: true. Uh, Mike, the sauce. I like always when Mike comments, <laughs> I like to put the sauce in there. Um, uh, Danielle, you're beautiful. Please join HWPO. You have so much potential to unleash.
2: For $5. That's all you're (laughs) offering?
0: Mike, don't listen to her. Mike, I love you.
2: (laughs) That's all Uh, I'm worth. (laughs) $5. And she
0: pushed Shirk 265 for reps, Andrew Hiller.
2: For reps, 265? I don't know if I've ever done that for reps. I think I've done like 245 or 250 for reps.
0: And that's where you get it overhead and you lower it and it goes back up again? Without yeah. going and getting a drink of water or chalk in your hands? Yep. My God.
2: <laughs> Sometimes without breathing. <laughs> Jeez. That's uh,
0: insane. Elise Carr, Radau, <laughs> Sevon headed to the garage after this workout to work on his overhead. I'm going to have to go to the garage afterwards <laughs> and prepare for all the shows we're doing tomorrow. That's for sure. <laughs> um, Stacked. You're happy and you're getting better. Mm -hmm. and you're invigorated with the crew um what about emma Carey over there (laughs) tell me about your relationship with her do you see her
2: um i do see her we we don't really we don't interact as much we don't interact that much so there's actually um two separate sessions there's a morning session and then like a mid-morning session so groups one and two the group one has trish nate emma I don't think I'm missing anyone. And then the second group is Dallin, me, James Sprague. When fee gets here, she'll be part of it. Um, so we kind of have separate sessions. So we'll see each other when we are like, like when we come in and we start warming up. Um, but because it is like a tight space, um, essentially we, we hope when we show up, they're kind of like making their way out. But, but a couple times we've had to be in the same session because people will um, flip flop if they have something to do. Um, Emma, though, she I I'm, I'm curious to see her growth in just in life in general. Um, C- couldn't
0: you take Couldn't you take a mentor role with her?
2: You know, it's that's so funny. We I've been like I talked to somebody about this yesterday and a little bit today. I don't I, know. I if, know
0: I talk with them. They're good. For, they're good people.
2: you probably do. Maybe, maybe it's the same people. Um, as much as I would possibly enjoy that, I, I really don't know if I'm the person for that. She's just very, um, in like, right. She's young. She's just very naive to the world. She's very young, has a lot of perspective that she still needs to get. And I don't know that my approach is the best approach.
0: You think you're too much? It would be like a hurricane.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: High winds. You're high winds.
2: Because I'm like, you know, but maybe it'd be good for me. Maybe it'd be something where I could develop um, a little bit of patience and like tact. Yeah, like. Can you
0: look that be- word up for me, Sue's Tact? Did I use that right? Tact. Yeah, <laughs> <that> right? yeah, <laughs> tact. yeah. You used it right. <laughs> Jr. Do athletes need mentors?
3: I don't know that everyone needs one, but I think that they come in handy.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, did you Did you have a mentor, Daniel? Yeah. Oh, did you? You did too, J- yeah. JR?
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Daniel, who is your tact? Uh, yeah, oh I, shit! I, another yeah. word I don't know. Adroitness. Jesus. Now you got to look that word. Up. Adroitness <laughs> yeah. and sensitivity yeah. and dealing with others with w- dealing with that. others or with difficult issues. Uh, I'll just forget adroitness, sensitivity, and dealing with others.
2: I like that. Yeah.
0: And you're saying you, if you did work with Emma, you would have to cultivate some of that sensitivity. Yeah. Were, were Bethany or Carrie mentors to you?
2: Mm, I don't think we, I don't think we interacted enough. I think they, I think they would, they were more of silent leaders. like Like a silent, like Carrie was a very silent leader to me anyways.
0: Uh, uh, C Hill, Danielle got a bad bitch vibe. Emma's just the angel floating around the living and around and living like, <laughs> uh, uh, cleverness or skill. Okay. Yeah. So some, some, a little bit of sophistication in your yeah. approach and maybe you don't, maybe you, you don't want to even have the patience for that. Cause it's, um, it's Danielle's time to go in there and, and murder. Exactly. shit.
2: Exactly. As much as I would, enjoy it. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe there'll be be time later on.
0: Uh, I, I, it must be fabulous to see you and James Sprague interact. It's, it's must be just fucking fireworks, huh?
2: It's, it's pretty funny. He is definitely growing on me, but, um, he's a lot of energy. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I think yesterday, what was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday it was, uh, it's kind of the first day in a while that I felt, um, like my CNS was just like really tired. And so I wasn't able to hit some of the percentage th- percentages that I wanted to. And I kind of started throwing. I was like, I was pissed. I, I wasn't expecting it. And so I kind of, you know, was kicking shit a little bit. Um, yeah, not. Yeah, I was getting a little aggressive. And James started kind of mocking me and started like throwing his shoes. He's like, OK, Phil, start calling me Phil Tune. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it, it was pretty good. It was pretty oh. good, but he made me laugh. So it was good. Um, and I think the music shut off and he started singing and that was, it was pretty funny. He's full of energy. It was good.
0: So whereas some people may have given you space, Oh shit. Uh, Danielle's having a little bit of a fucking meltdown temper tantrum. He leaned into it.
2: Yeah. What, he, yeah. He really did.
0: Yeah. He wasn't intimidated.
2: No, <laughs> no or was, maybe he
0: was, and that's just his way of dealing with it.
2: Yeah. On it, probably. <laughs>
0: Phil yes. Toon, what's up with Phil? You see Phil around?
2: I don't. I don't. I don't follow him. I think he moved back home to Arizona, and I believe he owns a gym now.
0: Oh shit! Good. Do you know He's anything about that? Strong.
2: I I, I want to say it was like in his family.
0: Jr. Did do you have you heard anything about that? Did
3: he open an affiliate?
2: It was a friend's gym. Uh, like, I
3: I don't know anything about that. I know. I think I've seen a few videos of him like back lifting really heavy. There you go.
2: In Arizona.
0: Yeah, Phil. Oh, shit. he moved to fucking steel weights. He's out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the tail sign right there. He's...
2: Wow.
3: He gone. Oh wow. You know he, was, you know, he was seriously into powerlifting before he started CrossFit. So,
2: yeah, he was.
0: Sevon is my daddy. That's Giannis. Y- Giannis? Giannis.
2: Wow. 575.
0: Holy shit. When Six my uh, CNS is tired, I start peeing my pants, but I'm 50. So,
2: <laughs> I would it, too. I don't blame you.
0: It's a little bit of my central nervous system is working on other things. <laughs> That's interesting.
2: Um, That's fine. Is, is Alexis Raptus down there? No, she's uh training think tank.
0: Oh, okay. So when you named off those eight athletes, I, I haven't heard of these other people you mentioned, Trish and Nate. Do I know <laughs> them? Did they go to the games?
2: No. Trish is, I want to say, 19. And I, I think her real name is Olivia. I don't but know. you don't know. Olivia.
0: Okay, um, does Emma train with any games athletes?
2: No, but we all have different um programming usually and le- except Fridays we'll have the same workout like last Friday it was James Dallin, and I and we had the same workout I beat um, them.
0: Who, who is there who did you was there a fourth person in your group did was there another female
2: she, when she moved oh.
0: um is that weird for Emma that she does that you guys are all
2: no I think it's it's great for her. I think she would get too wrapped up in what we're all doing.
0: Okay. Yeah, think- yes.
2: Olivia think- Sulik.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Why do you call her Trish?
2: So Matt kept calling her Trish and I was like, does he know her name? And I was like, maybe he just doesn't know her name. And I was like, honestly, that's such a Matt thing that I just let it go. And then I realized sh- her gymnastics nickname was Trish and she told him that once. And so he just calls her Trish and, and she- they're, there's another Olivia, um, Dom's wife.
0: Okay, and Olivia Sulik's a games athlete, or she's she's done something. I've heard her name. I've heard Brian.
2: She, she so- was at Syndicate, I believe, but I don't. Maybe in the teens.
3: Yeah, I think teens games.
2: Okay. Yeah, teens game. And then Nate, I don't know, Nate Ackerman.
3: Yep. I, He's. Yeah. The, I don't know. It kind of sounded like that first session is the is the younger of the young bucks. It's like yeah. Emma and Olivia. And they are all like, what nineteen yeah. or younger? Maybe.
2: Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the um, the more religious squad. Well, I guess da- uh, Dallin and Dallin is Mormon, but
0: it, J- James Sprague doesn't he ride in on Jesus's back every day for for uh, when he shows up at the gym? What do you mean, religious? James Sprague, I think, is religious as all get out.
2: Is he? I actually don't know.
1: Oh, we'll have to get to the bottom. She's not that. in the re- yeah. She's not in the religious session. That's why.
2: James is in ours. I was gonna say that's like the religion, but then I realized I'm probably the like main one that's not as open about my religious views. So I guess really I'm the odd man out. (laughs)
0: Okay, (laughs) that that makes sense. Again, you're the odd man out. (laughs)
2: Actually, I am.
0: Okay, so that's it is okay. Thank you, Patrick. So it is. So it is all pipe hitters. Well, we should have had.
2: No, Nate. Nate did not... Ki- oh, Nate was with David Bradley. I think that's his name. That's a different division. But James Dallin. James and Dallin competed together.
0: I'm ben on the day. Emma train, too. Harry. Harry J. Harry J. You should be Harry <laughs> <B>. <laughs> Um, Do you have a boyfriend,
1: Danielle?
2: No, I don't.
1: Uh, someone's feelings a... just got hurt <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 someone. someone... <laughs> no uh is that
0: is that in, is that intentional
2: um
0: uh, no no, no. You, you're yeah. not like okay this year i'm gonna this year i'm gonna go full full uh tilt into the games here's a couple things i need to remove from my life uh uh I'm getting rid of my dog. I'm not going (laughs) to let anyone, I'm going to put a wall up and not let any courtship enter my world. And I'm going,
2: it works. It works. But also I've never been that. I mean, you know, the, you know, the girl, not, no, no shame on them, but I just feel like the women or men, you know, that are like, I'm looking for a relationship. I've just never resonated with that. I don't understand how you can be like searching for someone.
0: Right. Right.
2: Or like you want someone so badly, like you, like, you know, I'm just chilling and I'm like, dang, I just wish I had a boyfriend.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Yours (laughs) is more, yours is more like you're pumping gas and you look across and you make eye contact with the guy and then he asks you out. Yours is more just like opportunistic. You're not looking for it.
2: Whatever. If it happens, it happens, but I don't, it's really hard. I don't really communicate very well. So it's really hard to get past that talking stage.
0: Past the gas pump.
2: (laughs) Usually we don't even start the talking stage.
0: What's your name? And then you're just like, what are you looking at?
2: Yeah. I mean, actually props to, I won't name names, but some guy FaceTimed me today, which was like, I was like, wow. Like he caught me at a good time.
0: Like to to chat you up. Yeah. It's part of like a courtship process.
2: Yeah. It was like, good for you. Yeah.
0: So that's what your generation does. They FaceTime.
2: Well, um, on, I think on my profile, it says, I hate texting.
1: So it was like a pickup line too.
2: So people are like, "Oh, uh, like, are you a Facetime gal?" And I'm like, "Not really, but if you ca- catch me at the right time, maybe."
0: Wow! Yeah. And, and and you didn't re- you saw so so a guy talked to you in your DMs, asked if you're if he could talk with you. You mm-hmm. checked his profile. You're like, "Okay, I, I would talk yeah. to this guy." And then you gave me your phone number, and he FaceTimed yeah. you. And yeah. how quickly from when you saw that? It- so when you saw the number, you didn't recognize it.
2: Correct.
1: Oh man, oh, you live life on shit.
0: the edge.
2: Holy yeah, con. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no answer that. I don't know. Maybe it's a FaceTime. She's. A I, I was like,
2: you know, I was, I was feeling, feeling wild, feeling risky. Usually, I just ignore it.
0: Oh, that guy was shitting his pants.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dick maybe he Butter. said. So what'd you say, Jr? Maybe he said, "Good for you for picking up." Like you're saying that you said good for you for Facetiming me.
0: Yeah. No, no, he was scared to death, Jr. I appreciate you standing up for the boys, yeah, but that dude was scared shitless.
2: Yeah. He's probably he's like, man, my home. he's probably going back to his homies. Like, yo, she
0: answered. Oh, for he sure. Took, he took twelve thousand screenshots of that.
2: Of that Facetime. <laughs> he's like, this is real. This is real.
1: Was it weird? How'd it go? Was it weird when he answered?
2: did feel mad. No, it was actually it was very, it, it was good. I was like, "Yo, we could be homies." Oh, all right. <laughs> hey, dude, so if you're, you're watching the chance. show,
0: she's never gonna fucking answer again, and it has nothing to do with you, so don't have your feelings hurt. You should see me and Matt tag team fucking Danielle in the text. Matt's like, "Okay, I'm gonna tag her two hours before the show. Text her." I'm like, "Okay, I'll text her an hour before the show." Matt's like, "Okay, I'll text her half, half hour." I'm like, "All right, let's just tag four team minutes. her and then maybe Wait, she'll four
2: minutes, guys." four
1: minutes it is now we're just gonna facetime you i really want to do
0: this i really want to do this dating show with you where people can call in and and ask you for dating advice and me and you just field their questions and just tear them up i mean uh talk to them with sensitivity and (laughs) and adroitness (laughs) me yes it would would be be so fun
2: yeah oh i would do it yeah i would i would do
0: that matt did you think she was actually going to make it to tonight's show
4: I,
1: I was confident tonight. I'm confident every night. I always believe in Danielle. Yeah, always. <sighs>
2: wow. Always.
1: I'm here to get hurt as many times as it takes. <laughs> um
0: any 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 closure with um, Mr. Kotler? Any t- since um none. <sighs> since you have you, no um you never drank too many beers and called them one <laughs> night and was like, "Yo, motherfucker, let's bury the hat" nothing.
2: <laughs> Yo. No, actually not. With no one.
0: No closure over there.
2: No, there wasn't really any necessary though.
0: No, no closure necessary. No,
2: why? I mean, you did what you did. You know, right. it happened. I'm All in right. a, um, I'm in a way better environment. Really good coaches. You know,
0: James Sprague.
2: Yeah, James, Dallin. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for Fee to get here. Honestly. I I realize like um, I'm surrounded by a lot of men all the time, like Dallin, James, Matt, you know, and I'm like, sometimes I just I'm in the gym and I'm like, man, I really need like another woman here.
0: Um, Will you play that? Will you pull up her Instagram? That brings up a good question. Mm -hmm. Uh, About a year ago, you made a post. I can't remember what it was, but you made a joke about maybe dating girls and People were talking shit to you, and they're like, "Hey, that's nothing to joke about." But then you did this a couple of days ago or a week ago. I, I think. It,
2: Why would I joke?
0: Okay, you weren't joking. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? What's the? I think it's on tick. It's the TikTok one with the gray.
2: Oh, the third or, down from the left.
0: Okay, the one with the boob.
2: Would you be my girlfriend?
0: Yeah. Would, would you play that, um, Souza?
2: It was a a hair, hair transformation.
1: Okay, Looking here we
2: go. bitch, because I'm over boys. Would you be my girlfriend, baby? Ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, Something turned me.
0: Huh. How how did you come up with so did you hear that song and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing this? Yeah. And that's it. Were you like were you literally like just in your car and you heard it and five minutes later you're making that? Yeah. Damn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so not, not much thought not much thought behind it
0: it's it's such a fucking um it's such a great it, it was such a great post
2: yeah i loved it
0: um do you have a favorite training partner I, I i guess those guys all have to be your favorite training partners
2: i would say Dallin. like he's just i i really enjoyed training for the games last year with him
0: in that in the in the month prior, yeah, Yeah. he's not. Is he going to Rogue? No. Hmm. Is he or is he disappointed? Is that something yeah. that everyone? Yeah, I think
2: he wanted to. Yeah,
0: everyone wants to go.
2: Yeah, I think he really did want to go.
0: Hmm. Um,
2: but I think uh, it was like what twenty top twenty men got invited, and like almost just about every one of them accepted.
3: Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think they started with the top 15 and they let five get filled through the qualifier. I don't know how far down they
2: Oh, okay. Went. Yeah, but I think all oh, that top 15, I think they all accepted or like most of them
0: I think 14 of the 15 is what I heard
2: Yeah, which I wow. think the girls that wasn't that's not true
0: And Less- those girls who didn't accept do you think that they didn't you don't think that they need that money No You think they're injured?
2: No I mean, I, would, I mean, no, I don't, no, I don't think, who knows? Maybe.
0: Are Are you feeling good for rogue?
2: I feel, yeah. I mean, I don't have any, um, any like huge injuries right now, but like Matt is really good. We're really good at training around that and like rehab. And I mean, it's crazy. It's next level what they do. Like when I was at underdogs, if I were to say, oh, my back hurts, right. It's like, okay, well, are you going to PT? Are you seeing, getting body work? Are you doing this, that, you know, whatever here. It's like, they, they program PT for me. I mean, like it's, it's like next level. It's crazy.
0: So there's more awareness of what you need and they're taking responsibility to make yeah. sure that it's a more, I guess, holistic approach. Every, everything around you.
2: Yeah. I mean like, Oh, your elbows hurt. Okay every day or however many times a week, we're going to do this elbow rehab. We're going to do this, that, Oh, this hurts it. Okay. Instead, let's do this. Um, which I just like, wasn't used to, which I didn't know. That's what a coach could should do for you.
0: And, and is it like that with nutrition also? You, th- there's a nutrition guy. There's the PT guy. Uh, yeah,
2: We the- all have our, um, I work with Mike Malloy.
0: Okay. I,
2: I want to say we all do in the gym. I think most of us do. Like I, Pretty sure Dallin works with M2. I'm sure Carrie, uh, Emma does.
0: After 2021, when you said that you were having it, my words, not yours, uh, negative self talk out mm-hmm. there, what did, what did you do? Well, let's see what this guy has to say. Finally, you lucky son. I of thought it bitch. was
1: broken. He hung up. Oh.
2: Um, he said, oh, she, wow, they really answered.
0: <laughs> Scared to death. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Um, after, so, so what did you do in the year after to make sure that didn't happen again? Did you pick up any practices?
2: No, no, I, I don't find, I haven't found that I necessarily, um, like do well with cheesy self-talk, you know, like words of affirmation and stuff like that. I don't find that that necessarily works for me, but I think for me, it was like, if I can train, um, if I can like train and put in all the work and leave no doubt and no questions there, then like the mental side should follow, right? I think there was a lot of things that were lacking in my training and, you know, I wouldn't push as hard or I would make a lot of excuses. So then of course it was easy to be mentally weak. Whereas like now I train and kind of leave no doubt. You know, I don't know whose slogan that is, but it's very true um, to leave no doubt in training so that I kind of have no room to make excuses.
0: I, I would almost think though you could pre- you could prepare um, like so when I used to have when I would be on a plane and there would be turbulence, I had like these things that yeah. I would say to myself to get me through it.
2: J- yeah. And I
0: would think that like maybe you would just have just in case a fire extinguisher on hand. So that if something crept in, you would have these three words you said. I love you, Danielle. I love you, Danielle. I love you, Danielle.
2: I mean, for training, maybe, but in competition, like, if you're having those thoughts, you probably didn't prepare well enough. Okay. And, like, even if – I mean, like, right, when we're at the games and when those wall-facing handstand push-ups came up, it was just, like – yeah, I could throw a fit about this, but like essentially like there's nothing else I can do. Like I am going to not be good at these. And like, I have to accept that right now. Um,
0: in 2021, you said you went into an event. Uh, I forget which event it was, but like you didn't warm up and you were like, fuck it, I don't care. Did you Did you have any of that in 2022? Did you ever approach? No.
2: I think uh, maybe the the last workout, the row one, I was kind of freaking out. I was like, Oh my God. Cause they put a, um, you had to make the row in a certain amount of time, the one K. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh fuck. I was like, what if I can't do this? I was like, <laughs> man, I don't know if I can. And like, right. They didn't know me as well as an athlete. So like, of course in the moment they're like, you can do this. Right. They're not going to be like, no, Danielle, you can't. <laughs> but like, I mean, they didn't really know. I think at one point that was like, Fuck, like can she? But because uh, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if I can. He's like, you can hold that pace for you know a 1k. And I was like, can I? I don't know. And so I'm freaking out. Um, and then I was like, they were like, okay, you need to go do this like warm-up for bar muscle ups. But in the back, you couldn't do bar muscle ups because like the pull-up bar was like really close to the ceiling. And so you would like, you would like hit the ceiling. And I think I was like, guys, I I was like, I don't need to warm up my bar. I was like, I don't need to warm that up. Fuck it. And Dom's like, he's like, you need to make the choice right now. And like, you need to do this. Like, you know, like, let's not leave any regrets. We've come this far. Just do it. And I'm like, okay. And yeah, I feel like I'm just like delirious. Like, I'm like, I just want to get this workout over with. And I go over there and I like do a pull up and like hit my head on like this. Oh, shit. (laughs)
1: He's
2: like. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm just like dead. I'm done. I'm like, oh no. But that was probably like one of the funniest moments in the back.
0: Didn't like, you brawl with one of your did you brawl with one of your refs at the games?
2: Did I? <laughs> think I, I think
1: jump rope. Think jump rope.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I said get a fucking head judge over here.
0: Be, because and they I just like reps. Uh Danielle, you still mad at me?
2: I don't even know who that is.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go.
2: Thank you for the $5. Are you so, sick? yes, she is. I mean, yeah, probably. Probably mad annoying. Yeah. For $15,
1: for $15 yes. she won't be mad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and
0: you, so, you I did the, the judge wasn't counting your, your reps right. And you were like, hey, what the fuck?
2: Yeah. Because they told us in the back when Boz announced the workout and was going over standards the double the crossover double unders, you could cross over on the first loop, we'll call it, or the second loop, right? So it could be here, then cross. I think it's called cross open or
0: I, I hear you though. It could either be you could either jump before or cross before it could cross yeah, any on order the first turn or yeah. the second
2: turn. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of people were crossing right away. Whereas I would go over then cross. So I would end like with the cross at the end, which is which is just different. I think that's just how I picked it up.
0: JR, is that true what she's saying? You could do either way? Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. All right. And uh, I
0: didn't believe you, Danielle. I just want a second opinion.
2: That's
0: fine. <laughs> We're not allowed to get second opinions <laughs> in California on very, from should, our that's, doctors. That's anymore. what I was going to say. You <laughs> just trust it. what I say, by
2: the way. Yeah.
0: Should the athletes have gotten Always. at least a couple hours a day, a week's notice on the crossover? Should they have been given a little bit of a heads up? So, you could practice?
2: I, I would say no because okay. I was able to pick it up in the back. I mean, that, I love that stuff because if you're an athlete, you'll pick it up.
1: Yeah. And it's an even playing field, unknown to everybody, just figured out on the floor.
2: And Jay- know, there are so many videos on Instagram about those things.
0: JR, yeah, would you say that Danielle's one of the better athletes, if not maybe the best um, on the women's side? 100%. Is there anyone who's a better athlete than her that you see out there?
3: Well, the way I, I, <laughs> I kind of think about athleticism maybe a little bit differently, just coming from like an actual a sport background with like a ball yeah. that I think about someone like Danielle or any athlete going out and throwing a Frisbee, playing basketball, doing something like that. And i if I feel like they're fluid enough doing everything else, to do that and make it look like the way it's supposed to look, even if they have no experience doing it, that's athleticism. It's not just plyometrics or Mm
4: -hmm.
3: being flexible or being mobile or whatever. Like I think athleticism is completely different than working out in a four by six stall mat.
0: Like if you were to play a a, a sport, She'd be, if from, and you had to pick from the CrossFit athletes, she'd be like one of your, and we didn't tell you what the sport was. You would pick her maybe over someone who finished better at the games because she's probably a better athlete.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I think if you look at a movement like a, maybe like a burpee get over, something just super, like super basic, but something that kids probably did when they were running and jumping over fences and you watched her do it at Mac, it looked like the way it was supposed to look.
0: Right. Oh, that, right. That was going over the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. She stood out from the rest of them almost like she was doing a different movement. It was so much different fluid, even though they're all doing the same thing.
3: Well, she was one of the people that probably thought that she was going to get no rep if she let the feet go outside of the box, but she's also able to keep her feet close together and her hips underneath her on top of the box, which is not something many other people could do at all. Yeah.
0: So is she the best athlete out there
3: at the games? <laughs> yeah, I mean I I would love to I would love to like see her and Tia just do a lot of stuff that they've never done at the games before.
0: Pickleball.
2: Like,
0: ball.
3: Yeah, Pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would say they're two of the most athletic. For
0: sure Could you be could you well it, what's interesting is you say that, but we saw Tia I mean you see Haley Adams or Danielle run next to Tia and Tia looks like a robot compared to them.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a different it's a it's a different way of running. Mm -hmm. okay
2: fine i like that it's a different way
0: kyle torres i'll pay twenty dollars to get
1: danielle to be mad at me
2: wow it's
1: getting gonna get weird after that one
0: uh danielle (laughs) thank you so much for coming on hell yeah you're the man you're the woman you guys you're both you're the man and the woman you're
2: doing good
0: we're gonna start scheduling we're doing great we're gonna start scheduling the next podcast with you tomorrow morning we'll start (laughs) sending you text first thing in the morning Love it. Facetime. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> face awesome <laughs> talking
0: to you tell Mr. Torres and Emma and James Sprague and Dallin, I said hi, and Fee.
2: Oh, I will. Oh. Okay. Thank you, guys.
0: Bye. Hi, Bye. Thank you. So one hot girl and now the obligatory athlete. Hi, Patrick. Hello. Oh, shit. This looks serious.
1: He's
4: got notes. He's got... <laughs> <laughs> Force <laughs> of habit. I was... Uh- <laughs> Keep a pen and paper around just in case. I, I find that ideas enter and leave my head pretty quickly sometimes. Sometimes you got to jot something down just to leave yourself a note.
0: Um, when the games – you've been to the games eight oh, – Patrick, that's uh, JR. I don't know if you guys have met before.
4: Yeah, I know JR. Yeah, okay. Have. Um, You've
0: been to the games eight times.
4: Uh, Yeah, something like that.
0: That's what they said on the morning chalk up when, um, uh, Lauren Khalil was interviewing you on the bottom and said eight times games athlete. I didn't fact check it. I'm just running with
4: it. Yeah. I just ran the numbers. (laughs) It's accurate. One of those is team is team though. So it depends, uh, how you Mm. consider team. Some people don't count those.
0: And so, so how many of them are individual? Seven. Um, when in two of the games you finished and you've had a baby waiting,
4: uh yeah, I like the last two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know what you mean by baby waiting. But. Meaning
0: like <laughs> like 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 Danielle got to finish the games and go to the bar, but like you're going over and hugging your like you you're not grabbing a beer. You you have a child
4: waiting. Uh, I mean, you can do both, but you can. Yeah. You can. Maybe bad example.
0: <laughs> He's got two hands.
4: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have some some responsibility that some athletes don't. That's for sure.
0: Um, does that make? the um end of the games different and significantly significantly different finishing when you like no matter what happens on the floor at the games you see your baby and it's just like all that shit kind of just like it might be something you would have hung on to for a week um three years ago but now that you're done and you go back to your hotel room and you're holding your baby just the fucking whole world vanishes
4: I don't know if it's that different from everybody. I think everyone has a thing though. Like for me, even before we had the baby, like you leave and you put a lot of things on hold to train and try to perform your best at the games. So you like, now is the time to go back to those things and give them some time and energy that you've been, you haven't been doing. You've been not neglecting what you've just been putting that energy elsewhere. Right. So whether it's, you know, you're, your kid or just your girlfriend or your family or your friends that you've been, you know, you've been not picking up calls for two months. Uh, I think everybody's got it in some shape. So, but yeah, I mean, it it definitely is nice. It's nice. I think we put pressure on ourselves too. Like you don't, at the end of the day, like my family's pumped when I am successful, but if I'm not, they don't really like, it doesn't weigh that much to them. Um, So, you know, it's nice to, it's always a sense of relief to finish and then go back to something else and not have to think about training or competing for a period of time and just sort of immerse yourself in a different reality. And then you kind of get back to whatever uh, you need to do to be successful after the fact, like, you know, give it a couple of weeks to sink in and then go back to the drawing board. But I don't think I'm unique in that. I think everybody has a thing. Uh, and if they don't, they should, or else you're going to go nuts and you're not going to last too long.
0: I just, I, I oops, Oh, I accidentally sent Pat away. I didn't like your answer. Um, uh, it, I, I think of it like this. I used to think about my parents dying and it was like a really, it, it was a really powerful thought. It would come in and it would be really intense with me. I couldn't to imagine a world with my parents not being there. And then once I had a kid, something happened to that thought. It lost its don't get me wrong. Like it, it, it's still, it's still going to be a painful moment, but I, I was kind of comparing that like to the games. Like there's nothing that could happen at the games that staring into your babe. Like it's like, I heard you say that you were, uh, I don't know what the words were. Let me see if, if I wrote it down here.
4: Well, um, I think it's like, it's a part of your life, right? Like the competing and like, that's part of my job. Right. And I, it's a big part of your life. So when things don't go well, you feel that for sure. But I think to me, what's important is that it's only a part of your life. Right. Uh, like there is life beyond those walls of the arena. Right. And you need to be able to remove yourself from that and, and not just live there. Cause I think it's, that's no way to live. And, uh, yeah, there's nice to have when you just, you can walk out the doors and let them close behind you and be like, Hey, yeah, hug your wife, kiss your baby and be like, cool. This is like this is something else that's super duper important, more important.
0: Yeah, it, they just have so much. There's so much power. I don't know. It's such it's such a potent relief to just everything. You know what I mean? Like I could do a bad interview, leave the podcast room, and see my kids. And like if I didn't have kids, it would have stayed with me. But because I have kids, it's like it's like almost like they burn it away.
4: Oh, kids have a way of consuming everything. That's for sure. There's yeah, like, <laughs> they yeah. can be a hell of a distraction. Yeah, but that's or, right. There's a. There's a they like, run
0: over and give you a kiss, and you're like, "I could give two fucks about yeah, the podcast." That is
4: true. There's <laughs> something like you know, your kid laughs about whatever, and it's it's pretty intoxicating, and and that can definitely reverse any feelings that you had before that. So, um, yeah, there is something about it. That's for sure. It's uh, <sighs> there's nothing like the love of, a, of an infant or a, a young kid.
0: You were scaring me, Pat. I was gonna, I was about to write sociopath at the top of my paper. Thank you for <laughs> le- bringing that one home for me,
4: Mike. Ah, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. You know, it's interesting too. Like you, you ask someone who they are and just, who are you? And those with kids, it's really easy for them. A lot of times they can't think of anything. They just say, well, I'm a dad or I'm a mom. So like coming off the field of the CrossFit games and trying to make sense of the fact that this is what I do, not who I am, who I am is a father to this kid. So this is just a part of my life. This is just what I do for money to feed my kids, but it's not who I am who I am is not a CrossFit athlete. It's everything else that's happening when I'm not there.
0: And maybe Pat's experience both is kind of, I guess, yeah, well said, right. JR. Right. So a lot of athletes, they might not have kids until they're done, but you had one like in your prime.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think to JR's statement, like, I think we've, we haven't we have tried to put our lives on hold because of, you know, anything really like myself and my wife have done a good job of kind of plowing forward. and making a plan and living our lives the way we want to in making everything work uh and it's just sometimes it's very very busy and very stressful but you know the plans were yeah we wanted to start a family we want to do these things and like are we going to really put it on hold for you know an indefinite amount of time until i decide i'm done competing like not really that that's not really fair uh to her or to like you know we want to make sure that our plans can work together right and and so you do the things that you want to do to live the life you want to live. And, you know, you kind of, if you care enough, you make it work. And so that's kind of how we've approached almost everything. And I'll, I'll tell you straight up, like, it has been very challenging a lot of times. (laughs) And there are times where I think you just like, you wish you had three more days in the week to get the things done that you want to get done. But, um, you know, we, we make it happen and we're, uh, People are very resilient, and I, I've always kind of lived that way. Like if it, if it matters enough to you, you find a way to make it happen. You don't make excuses. You make you make decisions that are going to make it work.
0: Um, why are Why are you still Why are you working?
4: Well, because there's life after CrossFit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why Why not? What what if, what if I let me propose this to you? I know it's really presumptuous, but it's kind of. Sometimes I do that. We know each other. Why not, <laughs> why not take this year off from work and, um and, 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 and reorganize your time management. Would, would that, would, would that help?
4: Like maybe, but I think it's a, it's a big, maybe to just to do that. Uh, you
0: can afford it, right? Can you afford it?
4: Yeah. But I mean, I have goals outside of that. Like, I mean, we're,
0: you can't buy your third, second, or third house if you do that. You're trying to. Like to... <laughs>
4: it's got
0: to keep it chill. No, That's not, not a dig not. at you. That's not a dig at you.
4: Yeah, and it's not that either. Like I think that the way I've always kind of worked best is when I can I can turn away from things from periods of time. I've always felt like you know kudos to people that go full time athlete and and make it work. But there are just as many people who go full time and it doesn't work. And I think that there's. Mm-hmm. There's probably, there's probably even yeah.
0: more. There's probably even more who go full time. And, 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 and we're
4: design. really quick to point out yep. people who, and say, well, if you did what they did, then you'd be successful. And and everybody's a little different. And I have for many, many years been, you know, going to school and competing, working and competing. Like I've, I've always kind of had a couple things going on at once. And I, I don't think it's by accident. Like you, you learn how to manage time and you learn how to, how to manage yourself. And I think there's, to me, it's always been a, an advantage to have something else that you can do so if a bad day happens in the gym or you have a bad competition it it isn't like all-encompassing or like the the walls are falling down because you've got other stuff to focus on and other things to to work on and well you know that sucked but got to go to work tomorrow and there's other people with problems that i need to address i know i got my family at home and i need to try to do my best to be there for them and having more things to do isn't necessarily a you know a hampering your performance or it's not a detriment. Like if I had more time to train, I would waste more time. Um, you know, I think that you, you just do, I, I, I'm I'm still training my like four or five hours in a day and doing some mobility and things like that. Like what else would I do? Like sleep four more hours in a day? Like I'm still getting all the sleep I need. It's just at a certain point it's, we have enough time. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just. So the answer is because you
0: don't year. want to. The answer yeah, is don't,
4: I, don't, I don't want to, and I don't think it's gonna. It's necessarily going to improve me, uh, and it might for some people. That's for them to decide. But um, I, I've seen the story enough times where people have a, a good year and then they make it to the games for the first time, then they go full time athlete and they don't qualify the next year.
0: And I just I want you to know that this guy in the comments is the biggest dick who watches the show. <laughs> I've never heard him say anything positive. And he loves you. it's fucking incredible. Yeah, That's he's fucking incredible.
1: Couple compliments in there from Jeff. Already. This guy
0: spends an hour just ass pounding me every day. And, uh, <laughs> and he
1: loves Pat. Great.
0: Good. Jeff, that makes me realize that your soul hasn't completely rotten. That's awesome.
4: Yeah, but I think that those are just, I mean, you got to just try to figure out what works best for you. We're really quick to put you know, like a box and say, like, you know, a successful athlete does it this way. Our successful person does things this way and it's just not, that's just not how the world is. Everybody's a little different. We work a little different. We thrive in different environments. So the best thing you can do as any, like a, you know, somebody working or going to school or training is figure out what works for you, trial and error. And then once you figure it out, don't turn your back on it because I think people will always try to sway you one way or another or tell you this works or that works. And they're not you. So figure out what works with your experience and then stick to it because, you know, you're the only person who can feel what what you feel and, and, you know, have your experience. So um, there's a lot out there, but I don't know. I'm sorry. What did you say?
0: Did you just cry? (laughs) No. (laughs)
4: Damn, that's a big trying to climb me. That's a How old?
3: Oh, hi. Hi.
4: He's uh sixteen months and a half,
0: fish. Um, so, so when you say do your own thing, that means you don't have one of those clocks, um, with the light that turns on to let you know it's daytime, like Matt Fraser has. You didn't run out and buy one when he said he uses that. Oh, no know, I
4: should have though.
0: Do you know what I'm talking about?
4: I always try <laughs> oh, to get things goodness. that whatever Matt says because I think he gets a kickback, so I like to support my friends.
0: You're a good dude. <laughs> what did What did you think about um uh, Matt's uh, Versa climber?
4: Uh, I got it, man. I had a good laugh about that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I mean, good for him. I think I think it's actually like pretty cool that he's willing to uh, put himself into all kind of areas of the fitness space and you know put himself out there. He's not like too big to to say like, "Well, this is lame" or whatever. Like putting putting his program out there for mass appeal is great. I mean, you're going to help a lot more people. So I think there are some critics who say, like, oh, what a sellout, blah, blah, blah. I just think it's funny because those things frankly just look funny to operate. And Matt's quite a stout dude. And watching him on the Versa climber and with his little like Britney Spears mic on, I just like Oh the mic. I just had a laugh. Like I was just like as a friend who was happy (laughs) to take the piss out of Matt, I just had a laugh about it.
0: I here here's here's my thought of all the machines that are out there, it's got to be probably one of the absolute
4: worst. It was it's just the, be brutal. Yeah, I've used yeah, them like it, once.
0: It's just the setting that they put them in. You're right with those lights <laughs> behind them and the earpiece yeah. and the way the he was set. Yeah, yeah
4: you but just I, looked like it looked like a late night infomercial, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, is great, right? So I just I had a laugh about the 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 whole image. Yeah, for sure. I've used those once. Oh, don't do that. <laughs>
0: I mean that machines and, not for uh, that machines not for sellouts. Sellouts don't use versa climbers.
4: That's a hardcore I, yeah. machine. I, I did like a tabata on it once or something, and it messed me up pretty good. So
0: a tabata,
4: just like hammer it for tabata. twenty seconds.
0: While you were listening to Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you are you moving? I, I heard you're moving to Idaho. Is that true? To Idaho. Yeah. Uh, sure. I heard yeah. you say in the podcast with Lauren Khalil, I'm trying to enjoy my freedom. You can't possibly thinking, think you're going to do that in Canada.
4: <laughs> oh, so Idaho is the only place. It's the freest of the free. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, Like that just, segue. Uh, Gotcha. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Thank you.
0: I wasn't sure if I was going to use that joke. I had to feel I had to feel pad out a little
4: bit. I can tell you one thing about Idaho. So, they yeah, they like they're the corn state, isn't it?
0: The second they uh, talk about Idaho and Canada, they just censor it. They just block it out. They don't want you to know about it. (laughs) Yeah, basically. How? um, On September thirteenth, you did that interview with Lauren Khalil, and you and you hadn't started. um, God, I hope that baby calls nine one one, and we watch you get thrown to the ground (laughs) and handcuffed. Something
4: on speaker there, but I don't know what he was trying to do.
0: When did you start training for Rogue?
4: Uh, be honest
0: pat don't say you haven't yet or anything like that
4: no i would have started doing something probably a month ago month-ish i had a wedding at like end of september so yeah probably like late september um before i started like really but i was doing like some strength progressions and some things i just wasn't doing like competition style prep or workouts but um yeah i would put it like a reasonable month in
0: when you take the month off from the games did you take a month off
4: Hey, 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 uh, yeah, probably about what do we end of the, uh, beginning of August. So yeah, probably a month and a half month now, two months. And, and when you, when you say you
0: took a month off, does that mean you really took it off?
4: <laughs> I probably took, <laughs> I am I probably took, uh, a, a good two to three of like off, off, probably two off, off, and then did like worked out in my garage gym, like getting on a, biker for like 30 minutes and then that's it for like a week mostly doing like rehab stuff and mobility rehab whatever like that kind of just low impact stuff and then I think probably after a month I was back to doing like basic stuff of limited strength progressions and like a a conditioning piece of some kind I actually remember like the first real workout I had to do because it was just like it was such an affront I just I couldn't I felt so, uh, just, uh, I don't know, taken advantage of. It was brutal. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. <laughs>
0: um, what could, could you tilt your camera? Your eyes are almost cut off. I, Sorry, look like I this, you have be- People really like your face.
4: There it is. Kind of say so.
0: Um, what, what wanes? What, where, where do you see the, um, loss of fitness when you take a month off where where do you see it the most is is there anywhere where it's just obvious you're like oh shit
4: interesting question um i think if you if you're like coming back too early you just don't want to do it like you're just will to do anything so the mental
0: piece it's not even physical okay
4: it's just like you get fed up quickly like you could be doing a EMOM and just like a few minutes and you're like ah forget it or you just (laughs) a couple intervals and you're like nah i don't know no (laughs) And, uh, and do you actually so that, tap? Do you actually stop? No, I never have, but I can, I can feel it. Like you right. can feel where you're like, this isn't that hard. And it's feeling hard. Cause I'm like, I'm not into it. Okay. And I'm like thinking about 30 other things I want to be doing right now. And like, I'd rather be sticking needles in my eyes. Like, this is just not <laughs> where I want to be. <clears throat> so you can like, yeah, if you're checked out mentally, it's, it makes it hard. Uh, weights feel heavy for sure. Uh, it depends how you start like if you come in and just try to blast yourself into like a Fran type workout like it's gonna suck but we did a lot of just like lower intensity engine building for a period so it's like a bit more palatable and then the first time you start doing some like four or five minute workouts it really kicks your teeth back into the back of your head but uh yeah i think that just things feel a little heavier you just feel a little slower your joints are a little less loose you're like you're creaking into positions and you just you know, you're not quite there yet. Or maybe that's just my age showing uh,
0: is, is, are you chomping at the bit to get back out on the field? Is there part of you that loves that part? And you're like, like, I can't wait to be back out there.
4: Yeah. I think it's funny. Like you're still, I still am nervous about it. So I think that that means something good. Um, so I, it's exciting still, uh, which is nice. It hasn't lost. It's allure. So I, I think that there's, I still am into it, uh, obviously. And yeah, just like all of it, the, like the sights and smells and the, like being on the turf and things like that is just fun. Like I caught myself the other day, what were we in? Uh, we had like a new mat or a new piece of equipment that came into the gym and you know, the smell of just new equipment. And that's what called, that's called off gas. That's called off gassing. Like. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot of competition floors smell like that fresh rubber. Cause it's all the fresh stuff gets laid. So like, yeah, just like that smell, you're like, you just like feel it, like your heart rate kind of jump. And I'm like, Oh shit, that was, that was sweet. Like that was a little hit of just like what a competition's like. Um, uh, and it gets you excited. So those sorts of things, you know, you get like, you, I still really like that, <clears throat> but you know, I have my days where I'm at, you know, day five of the week training before my rest days. And, uh, you're on your like 10th set of intervals for the week and you're like boy boy oh boy i could be having a weekend (laughs) are you are you training alone pat yes yeah i don't know it's getting harder i will i'll say um i've never really minded it but it's getting it's getting harder some days i feel like i rush through things sometimes to try to get home and uh we're juggling the baby a lot of days and i'm trying to get I have to make some time so my wife can get to work and things like that. So sometimes it gets, it feels a little rushed and I think it would be a little nicer to have somebody there with you, but um, you know, it is what it is. It's the realities. I chose to live on an Island. So that's he's not road.
3: completely alone. He's still, he's got his cameraman there making that sick content for him.
4: That's true. There's a man. lot of sick every, content. Every I every saw, few yeah. weeks. But we had a few like younger people who are starting to get competitive kind of around our gym too. So I try to, I try to trick them into coming into workouts every now and then I got one of the young guys the other day. Pretty good. It was nice.
0: Um, you know, um, as a, as a, as a fighter, like you can't go into the ring unprepared, right? I mean, you, I mean, I guess you could, but it would be nasty. Bad shit would happen. Right. Um, if if you gas out, the other dude will just pummel you. Did you ever, do you ever feel, have you ever felt like you're out on the floor and you, and they're like, Oh fuck, I'm unprepared.
4: Yeah, I have. I think it's rare in our space to be like completely useless. Um, you know, probably what happens to people now and then is a certain type of test comes up where you're like, Oh right. Or, you know, my running's not where it needs to be, or I've just finished like a big weightlifting phase and I'm like I'm slow or whatever whatever it might be. Like you maybe have just focused on one thing because in the off season the pendulum's gotta swing a little bit. So these kind of times a year rogue whatapalooza dubai like people are, are starting to build some foundation again so occasionally you might get caught with your pants down in like a specific uh type of modality or type of time domain where you're just like oh like i can go long right now but like i'm not i don't have that quickness i don't have that strength and it just depends uh so it's not a good feeling i feel like no on the floor
0: To be Um, honest with you, the question came because when I hear you say that you're leaving early, I'm like, oh, fuck, are you going to get on on the floor at Rogue and take a second place in an event and be kicking yourself because you came home early?
4: It's hard to kick yourself over a second place. And when I say I'm (laughs) rushing out, it's not that I'm coming home early. It's that I'm I'm getting everything done, but I'm not exactly resting very much in between things sometimes. So uh, I probably haven't skipped a piece of training in like eight years, but it just – it gets done, but sometimes it gets done in awkward times. And, you know, sometimes it's uh, things have to just go the way they go in order to make the rest of your life work. Carter <clears throat> but,
0: Pat is by far my favorite athlete. So well-spoken and intelligente. I learn something new every time he talks. Uh, can Pat just win Rogue to shut up all his doubters?
4: I can't can- have that many doubters, do I? Yeah, shut up. What are you talking <laughs> about, Jesse? Sure. I mean, look, I'm going to try. It's it's going to be a fun year at Rogue, I think, though. Uh, again, it's a bit weird because you never know where people are at. Like, I know last year I was a bit surprised with certain athletes there just based on, you know, how people are treating their offseason. Uh, and it is what it is. But Rogue's one that because they're paying our travel and it's kind of guaranteed uh, income regardless – even if you're at like 85% of what you you think you should be like, yeah, you can go, maybe you win an event, you get paid out. Like it's a, it's a really good exposure event, a really good money event. And it's just like, it's fun. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what, what people are working with this time of year, but, uh, there's a good crew and it's fun to have like guys like Roman in now, uh, and like able to come do events like that. I think he'll be awesome. Like see what Ricky does at an event like rogue, I think it's just going to be cool like it's fun to see uh, see how guys do it in, in that style of competition where it's not it's a bit shorter there's just like there's going to be strongman stuff it's very specific in what it tests and it's not it's not necessarily saying oh we're going to find the fittest person it's just like this is the Rogue Invitational it's an invitational show up show us what you got and then go home <laughs> and it's uh, so
3: it's a fun one
0: JR will will pat uh, win an event at at Rogue and yeah. What will that event? What will and what will that event look like?
3: Uh, historically, it does really really good with any type of rope climb. But you know, in years past, we've seen a lot of weighted rope climbs. There was a ruck last year um, that they were doing them with. I think it was with that like over under the log event and stuff like that. Usually, any kind of chipper. I mean, I know Brent usually gets a lot of love with chippers, but I would say Pat's just as good or better historically at any kind of a chipper workout. I think it's a really good conversation though from a programming standpoint starting to talk about these off-season events you know a lot of people are getting into this conversation now of what should the goal of these off-season events be and what should their responsibility be to like showing who the fittest person is and that's just not the case right now it's you have the crossfit games and they're making the claim that it's the fittest person on earth every event is not that and it's almost impossible to test for that in six to eight tests So yeah, sometimes it works out where the fittest person on earth from the games wins Rogue or wins Wadapalooza or wins Dubai. But just because Pat goes to Rogue and beats Justin or uh, anyone else, that doesn't mean that the test was flawed and it doesn't mean it wasn't good. It was just what it was. I think it's okay for people to come out or not come out and say things like, hey, this is just what we think is entertaining. And these are just a collection of workouts that we think are really good workouts. That's it. And whoever performs the best is going to win. Same at Wadapalooza, same at Dubai. It's no different than a golf course that you know, if you're long on the tee, you're going to do better. And the number one player in the world isn't long on the tee. They're probably not going to win that at that event. It's no different. So I think, I hope that some different blood wins some of these big majors off season so that that talk from a programming standpoint can really come to fruition and come to the forefront of what the sport is and what it isn't.
0: So not only do you think it's okay, you like it, for sure. Uh, Pat, do you, do you if you, one do you agree with Jr. And two, if so, where does how would you describe Rogue,
4: the event? Um, I actually do agree with Jr. I think we've been a bit trained because historically, the big competitions, you know, from my era, say like the regional era, that kind of um, even the sanctionals, all those things were. They were meant to filter you through to the games, so they were meant to be a well-rounded test. And in those situations, that is important. It's important to have some some type of filter that is either even across all athletes, or is extremely well-rounded. And it is challenging to do with a limited number of tests, for sure. Um, but when it comes to invitational competitions, like it's kind of anything goes, and it's a bit their prerogative to do whatever they want. And if if competitions want to showcase interesting things about where they are or add some flavor, like Rogue is kind of uniquely placed in the fact that they build equipment for strongman and powerlifting and all this stuff. Like they can just make a version of a competition that's heavily influenced by those things that they also take part in. And that seems totally acceptable to me. Uh, and maybe because it's an invitational, mm-hmm. maybe it ends up being like, Who who knows? Three years down the road, it's like, okay, well, we'll invite the top ten from the games, and we're gonna invite like a couple like power lifters or strongmen or whatever. And you can like make it a medley of some kind, and it's just entertainment. Um, and you're testing people in fitness spheres and whatever. And same like has changed its format this year to have this two-day individual and two-day team format where, you know, if you've got two days, like five or six tests probably what can you really expect like somebody misses hard on one and they're out uh, like out of podium contention maybe right so it, it it's kind of fine and it's okay and it kind of makes the narrative more exciting we've also kind of had this repeat champion thing that's gone on for like 10 years where like the same people just win everything all the time until they retire and that kind of a style where there's there's a more obvious influence that skews something in one direction over another those really well-balanced athletes will always do well but you might have people who are just stronger like strength specialist type people who are also really fit shine in certain positions and that's great it gives them some exposure it it, it may create some excitement it creates some storylines when those people then meet later in the season uh in the actual semifinals and things like that so i think it's totally fine um and I'll admit like as an athlete who is pretty well-rounded and has been successful in a, in the past system, you know, if I lose in competitions like that, I'll be annoyed, but I get it. Like, I, I th- I don't think that means they shouldn't exist. Um, it just means that like, I'm a competitive guy that wants to also win all the other stuff. So it just, it's, it's totally okay. And I think that the, it just, yeah, creates different storylines. It creates a different look. It probably creates visibility for different athletes. Um, and that's awesome.
0: If, 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 um, if it's fair to say that rogue has a strength bias, what, what would you say about Dubai and Wadapalooza? Um, uh,
4: that's a good question. Dubai has a bit of an endurance bias, I'd say historically, and not even just because they, they tend to run some long events, but also because, the recovery component is heavily tested where they'll test, they'll test back to back workouts. They'll test, uh, um, scores that happen in parallel where you're, you're like finishing one score and then you're doing another one simultaneously. Like we had with the run and the shoulder to overhead this year at the games, they've been doing that format for years. Um, and usually in an endurance context, like with machines, So
1: you
4: know, be, it's in swimming, ice, they have running.
0: He's so breaking up pretty bad
4: for me. Me too. Under kind of new conditions. Uh, Wadapalooza, I'd say that they're like, they'd be more gymnastics biased than anybody else, probably. Most of the big cruxes, um, how, and those workouts have usually been gymnastics. Like I've been there three years and like the one year we had rock bag muscle ups. Uh, we've had like let lots of rope climbs, legless rope climbs always there's muscle ups. There's usually like one or two workouts of muscle ups. Like we might have bar and ring. Uh, there's lots, always handstand ups. There's always, so I don't know. And they have a swim workout. So in a shorter competition that skews things a little bit but uh loss is okay i think that it's usually not too bad but it'll be interesting now that it's shorter i just don't know what that means um hmm. so, so yeah. when you I would say Wadap- rarely has a really long workout though
0: so what is going to do like teams one day then individual then teams then individual
3: no i think it's gonna be two and two so they'll do like two days back to back of one and then two days back to back of the other
0: Wow, that's awesome! If you're a team competitor, you got to love that because you'll get a lot more attention that way.
3: Well, I think it also maybe I think incentivizes works people well. to both. Uh,
4: say that again, yeah, JR? exactly, Jr. I think that
3: it, it it might entice some big names to do both.
0: Oh shit! Wow, are you going to yeah, Watapalusa? That are you going to Watapalusa, cool. Patrick? Yeah, I will. And you'll will you go to Dubai?
4: Uh, No, I'm not going to do Dubai.
0: And and how about Rogue
4: and then How do you decide that? Uh, Partly because I didn't want to do the Dubai qualifier. Uh, And they were only going through qualifications this year. They weren't sending any invites, um, which is new this year. But yeah, I was just training for Rogue and I I couldn't have been bothered to do the qualifier. So I just didn't. And it's a lot of travel. And if I'm going to leave and go all the way there. Like, do we plan that trip? And do I bring the baby and my wife or, you know, does she just stay home with the baby? And then am I rushing all the way to Dubai and back to anyway, it's a long trip. I've done it once. Uh, I would maybe do it again another time if she could come and we'd make a holiday out of it, but yeah, I'm like, not, I've got enough stuff on my plate It what didn't seem super important.
0: Where, where are you in your career? Twilight. <laughs> You, you, and, what, and what and what does that mean how how twilight
4: well i don't know how twilight but i would say the sun isn't rising it's probably starting to set you know where's my it's, pat I'm, I'm i'm past i'm past noon i'm past high noon you know
0: <laughs> get your get your uh patrick Vellner uh canada card edward's on yeah, do it um oh pat how good are, are you tier athlete uh yeah, how how is that is that toe box wide?
4: It's wider than most of the other <clears throat> shoes I think. I've actually never worn the Nike shoe, but <clears throat> from what I hear, it's pretty narrow. And uh, the gradual decline. <laughs> <laughs> gradual, see gradual. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the lifter is definitely really wide. The normal shoes wider than some shoes but i don't think it's like crazy crazy wide um, is this wide as the nano maybe a little bit wider but no shit not like crazy i would say just like maybe the the lifter for sure is wider um but the the training shoe probably comparable to the nano
0: okay i love the name. i love the nano especially the nano too i can't the, I, I i the Metcons. i don't i can't only get like four i can't even put them on my toes won't even go down there
4: Oh yeah, I've never, I've never worn the Nikes, so I don't know. They're
0: they're like this narrow. Oh, okay, so you are. Wow, you weren't lying. You like being with them? Do you like sponsors? Do you like dealing with all that? O'Keefe's your manager, right?
4: Yeah, O'Keefe and Daniel Robbins works with uh Matt as well. Um, they've been, Tears been great actually. They've been really, really nice. Do I like dealing with sponsors? Is yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's more work than others, and it just depends how busy you are. Like, and occasionally you're, you know, when you're looking down the barrel of a competition and you're trying to, it's, it's always a complicated uh, relationship because that's when you're really visible. That's when you're most marketable, but it's also when you're trying to perform and, uh, you know, the whole reason that you're marketable and they want you to be visible is because you perform well. So there's like this dance that nobody wants to really get in your way too much because they want you to be as good as you can be. But at the same time, they all want you to show up at the booth or do whatever you can or post this after that, right? So it, it, as I, in general, I've I've tried uh, for years to be like, you know, be organized on that front. If I know I have a competition coming up at the end of the month, you try to talk to everybody and be like, hey, what can we do leading up to this to service this relationship? And then try to block it out like a a couple weeks ahead just to be like, I know what I need to do. And it's kind of preordained and I can post it and I know what's going on but you don't need to put any extra thought into it at that point. Cause it's just like the,
0: like doing a TikTok extra dance.
4: Stress, yeah. You know yeah. Yeah. Like I don't need <laughs> to be in events <laughs> trying to like figure out what I'm going to post for this or that. Like it should be generally during competition. It's pretty free, uh, but leading up to or following, sometimes you got to do a little bit of stuff, uh, but
1: yeah. So dance. nobody manages your Instagram or anything. Nobody manages that during competition for you at all.
4: No, not really. That's all still you. Okay. Yeah. Do you know well, any athletes who,
0: do you know any athletes who have their Instagram accounts managed?
4: I know some do. I couldn't tell you who, like offhand. Interesting.
0: I, I don't have a problem with that. What, what I mean, by the way, whatever, whatever you're makes you just, it you're
4: just sh- curious, who's actually answering your DM.
0: <laughs> well, it, it's, it's just kind of like what, whatever, whatever. So you can get the job done. I do remember rich in the early days when he first signed with Reebok, That there was like the first request, I think, or something you know, they want him to go to like 20 places in one year. And he's like in, in, in fucking possible, you know, or whatever they had asked him to do, it was going to be impossible to fulfill those obligations and then compete at the CrossFit games.
4: Yeah, you gotta be careful because every, everybody wants some of your time and, and everybody only wants a little bit of it. The more kind of partners stack up, you realize really quickly you've got no free weekends for like the rest of your life. So you gotta be a little careful about it and try to manage it as well as you can. But at the same time, like you wanna, yeah, you wanna, like I wanna be an, a value add to anybody who's trying to partner with me. Like I don't right. want to free ride, I'm trying mm-hmm. to, um, you know, I'm trying to do stuff with them and and perform as well as I can for myself. Um, But it's all like, yeah, it's just, you got to be a little careful and I think you have to draw boundaries. And that's a big thing when you're starting those partnerships or you're negotiating is like, where's the limit? And it was the same when I was in school. It was like, Hey, if I'm in exams, don't ask, I'll let you know when those periods are and just like, don't talk to me. And then, you know, this period, that period throughout the year, like these are blackout periods and just like the answer is no. So don't ask, um, and then and that's fine. And Most people are are will respect that as long as you you're upfront about it. Um, well, you, you told us you were blacked like, out uh, not, during
0: this period, and we didn't respect it. We still kept bugging you to come on the podcast. <laughs> we saw on the calendar,
1: like fuck that. <laughs> just push through it. Just push through it. No, I'm not I'm
4: not blacked out till Monday.
0: <laughs> um, Pat, um, in that interview uh, with Lauren, you said that um, you underperformed at the games. And that you made some mistakes. Um, I, I really liked the way you said that. Like you weren't giving any of the power away. Like it's all you, like I can fix it. It was my fault. It's all me. Like there was no finger pointing, which I was pretty impressed. Um, what was your biggest mistake? Was there anything that you, that uh, you think about to this out. day? you really are a salty veteran now that's it that's <laughs> the that was the one the last comment that pushed you over the edge
4: Damn. The so much for gradual trying to like make excuses or whatever is like you can't I, it can't take away from anything that the other athletes did right like the if i start lining up excuses everybody's got a reason why they could have been a little better here or there and um it, that's just like a slippery slope and the people who who Outperformed me. They just straight up outperformed me. It was they were great that weekend, right? Um, and I fell short in a few places. But I don't know if I had to point at one thing that really made things difficult. Uh, I had big heat issues on that Capital workout, and it mm. it messed me up pretty good for about a day and a half. And uh, so I had a few that sort of day and a half that event and the next, the rest of that day and half the next day is a bit uh, a bit blurry where things oh, were not shit. exactly going wow. well. Um, so it was like, and you know, you do what you can and you stay, you s- try to just like keep it between the lines. But there was a couple events where I just like the one right after the capital, we had a very short turnaround and it was the ring muscle up workout that I probably should have done very well at. And I, I was like a corpse. I was just like, I need to just put it on the fairway and get off the field and then start to like rebuild for, cause we had a, a longer break after that. And those are just like things like I just pushed too hard. I hadn't been doing enough uh, like longer distance running. Clearly um, I wasn't acclimatized as well as I should have been. And I just fully like overheated quite badly and was dealing with pretty bad heat injury for a little while. And yeah, it's just like lack of preparation and, and, and not reading the situation. Well, not slowing down when you maybe should have uh, like I had my watch on checking my heart rate, watching it just go like red zone with like 10 minutes left. And being like, yeah, this is going to be really bad. Uh, and then just like not being able to regulate for like a long time. So those are just, just things that happen, right? And I should have known better. And I, I tried to just push through it. And, you know, uh, that's where did you realize that sometimes.
0: on the capital run, were you in the middle of the run and you're in, and and you, and you just hear this, the self-diagnostic pop up like, oh, dude,
4: you're, you're like sweating a lot. I was probably when we were running by the water. And we hadn't quite turned across the street and like start running like in the city um i remember like looking at my heart rate on my watch and i only wore my watch to keep a a rough eye on my my running pace but it had the heart rate going and then i was looking at it and it was just like too high for how much we had to go i was at like one like 178 or something like that and i was like huh like you probably have like a mile left to run Plus, then the strongman stuff at the end, and I was like, "Yeah, well, this sucks." And then the last bunch of the run was a bit uphill. So as I finished the run, at that point, I remember just being like, "You should slow down," and then saying, "Nah, you can't afford to slow down." But when you get to the sandbags, like the farmers carry, just break it up into small chunks, and because you're like you're moving slower, your your heart rate will come down. And same with the sandbag because you're walking slower, your heart rate's going to come down. And getting there, and that just like it, I had tipped over the edge, like it just was not happening at that point. My heart rate was like 190, and I just like gutted it out to the end of the run and was like, Cool, now you're gonna start to recover. <laughs> and just like, not a chance, right? Wow, wow. And then, even like That's after shit. we finished, I got like pulled off the line and was like laying down for like 20 minutes and was still heart rate at like just like I was trying to just kick heat off, right? And I just couldn't, like, my body was not it was no good. So anyway, it was just, that was a problem, right? That was just a big mistake. And I, I, I read the situation poorly. I made the wrong call and, uh, suffered for it. So, and then it took me, yeah, it took me a little while by the end of Saturday, I was feeling okay. Like that, that sandbag clean event, I was probably kind of mostly back for that. Oh no, I was not doing, that was the same night. That was a bit weird. I was a bit weak probably there, but the, after the swim on the wall ball workout, I was starting to feel like, I was okay again.
0: Has that ever happened to you before? Have you ever experienced that before? uh,
4: There was one year, 2019, I think I also had a heat problem on like the very first event, uh, which again, it was just a bad read. I like tried to push really hard uh, to try to win that workout in the last round. And I just touched the sun and exploded. And then like had, you know, just when your body's just malfunctioning, you're like, Throwing up and having diarrhea for like a half a day, and you're just like, it's not good. You can't oh, wow. keep any food down. So it's not that's not the path forward, you know. It's not the way <laughs> yeah. <have> to succeed. <laughs> so that makes for some you, rough. You want to stay, sure. stay a little below that. <laughs> uh, so you know, you make mistakes, you live and you learn. But uh, it wasn't for lack of effort. But uh, yeah, you know,
0: Pat, w- what about the um, the run? Uh, press event the, the the jerked the 300 pounds over off the blocks what happened there
4: uh probably a little bit of just panic um i was like my legs were quite beat up from the bike to be honest and i was we're, like feeling heavy on the run but also the way that the workout was with two scores and the run also being a tie break for the jerks the run was more valuable than the shoulder to overhead by a lot it was like you could almost look at the the shoulder or the run as being like 150 points to 50 points for the shoulder to overhead. So if you were going to go after anything, the run was more valuable. The jerk looked a lot cooler and you looked a lot better if you were just nailing the jerks, but the run was more valuable. Um so I was just like, "Oh, I'm going to tr- I'm going to push hard on the run and my legs were a bit heavy and I just made it happen." Um and in the second round, I missed a couple jerks and then you just I think I was just here in the footsteps and being like man you got to start hitting some jerks rushing into the next one and it's the kind of one where i think if it goes smooth it goes great and you hit all your lifts and you're feeling confident but as soon as there's one miss it's like that little bit of panic that little bit of rush Mm. can just really make a difference and i just i had really poor composure and i made a lot of i just was rushing into it and uh i couldn't get the legs to work again
0: What, what was your best performance at the games elizabeth
3: elevated right
4: yeah. I mean, that's an easy answer. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I was like more proud of than that. Cause that was an easy win. That was a bit like.
0: Really? Know. You weren't intimidated at all by that many, um, dips. You're just a dip. No, just love a dip.
4: not kipping like that and not <laughs> oh, on okay. a static bar. I don't know. I, I actually thought going into that workout that people were going to be much better than they were. I, I completely overestimated the the uh field of athletes because and it, and it just is classic like you don't know you don't appreciate or know what your background is worth sometimes um because to me i looked at that parallette traverse because we didn't get to touch the paralettes at all um in the briefing and we didn't have any in the back so you couldn't see what people were like on them but that's such a basic skill that i've been doing since i was like five uh, that i was just like oh this is everybody here is really fit and good at you know everybody can walk on their hands they can this and that like surely a support on a static bar is not going to present any issues for anybody um so i pictured that the people who are really strong pressers or endurance pressers were just going to like not hesitate and be super great on that but the coordination was just more valuable than i realized and after watching a couple heats i was like oh people are are not as as good on this as i as i thought they might be so um, it was a hard workout to know where you were because of a descending, uh, rep scheme. It wasn't like obvious looking at the clock at the end of every round where you were, but I knew what the time to beat was. And I think when I finished the, when I got to the last round, I had like two minutes or something like that to beat the time to beat. So it was like, yeah, at that point I was, I was knew I was going to win it by a lot, but,
0: uh, Pat, this yeah, guy's no, asking like... how far, how far did you take gymnastics as a kid?
4: Uh, I was a Dickett junior national.
0: Wow! Um, so you were but, consumed by it. That it was it was full time for you.
4: Wow! Well, five I've days never a done week. Well, with full time, as you might imagine. <laughs> so when I was in school, I in like high school, I was doing I was probably doing like five days, six days a week for like four hours, and then but I was still playing lacrosse and playing rugby and doing all kinds of stuff. So are there? Are there?
0: Are there levels to it? This guy's saying L10. This is the guy
4: that loves you. Ah, it's different system in the States. I couldn't tell oh. you. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell you.
3: Um, so you... how many less people do you think would have finished it? Had they done it in the succession that they were supposed to be, to without having to move that event?
0: Wait, wait, what do you mean? Oh, good question. Explain that without, to me, JR. Run, what happened?
3: Yeah, so they had to move shuttle to overhead because of the rain. Oh, so they were, right. They were supposed to do that uh, before, correct, Elizabeth? Yeah, not that so many can, people like, finished it right
4: so it was it was going to be shuttle overhead and then i think the the gymnastics like pegboard workout and then the elizabeth right. workout right so nah, i don't know i don't think it would have impacted it that much to be honest because it was squatting which we wouldn't we hadn't squatted really other than the pistols which we did anyway um i yeah, don't you think just shul- you just the had shuttle the high- overhead wasn't a really high impact workout yeah Like it was hard if you, when you were there, it was like fast and whatever, but it's like doing an assault bike sprint or something where like 10 minutes afterwards, you're just kind of like, fine. I don't think it was a, 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 like that hard on your body. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it was, it was, uh, I was surprised not that many people finished the Elizabeth one. It was a tight time cap, right but, um, I think it was just, yeah, I don't think people are going to be fooled by that twice though. I think that a lot of people are going to be doing more of that. Uh, and it's like I said, it's not that complicated of a skill. I think you practice it a few times and you develop a little better coordination, and people will be much, much better at it next time around. So that was like a freebie that I don't think I'll get again, <laughs> which, whatever.
3: Yeah, because, yeah, because you know, next time you see something like that, I mean, it's similar to like a handstand walk. If they can have you guys do 360 pirouettes and then walk, then it's not. And
4: speaking of, I was actually very impressed by how good people were on the pirouette. Uh, I thought, like, I was like, oh, I don't know how many people are going to be able to do a fast tight pirouette. I'm like, I'm glad, glad that I can, but I was very impressed by how good people were at that. Like, a yeah, lot of people were were easy. very good. People are just good at the on their hands now. Uh, yeah, it's it's very impressive. Um, yeah, I, but I, don't know. I think other than that, I don't think I had any like exceptional standout performances on the weekend. That oh the the alpaca workout. I wish we got to do it with the rope climbs. Because that would have been a very good workout for me. But without the rope climbs, just the sled push and the kettlebells, I thought that that was just going to be a big man workout and all the big dudes were going to smoke everybody. Um, So I was very happy with how that one went. That was like a surprising finish for me that I thought was uh, really good.
3: Yeah, and you were like (laughs) running into Lazar the whole time, right?
4: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. That was a tight field. I actually ran my sled into his foot once.
3: (laughs) Oh, shit. During the competition?
4: yeah. And I had to like move my, I was by one of those pylons cause it was Lazar on my right and Sam on my left. But Sam and I had a pylon between us and in order to have enough space for me and Lazar and my sled, I had to move the the pylon out of the way. So every time we'd advance, I would just throw the pylon behind me like 10 feet and then I'd have space to like actually stand wide and do kettlebell clean and jerk. So it was tight. Like I think had we done the rope climbs, the field would have separated more and it would have been less of an issue, but it was uh, a very tight field.
0: Did uh, CrossFit Corey, did Pat slap Ricky on the ass and welcome him back or give him Danielle Brandon energy?
4: (laughs) I don't know. I didn't, I, I wasn't uncivil to Ricky. I don't think we're like, we're not best friends, but it was fine. I wasn't trying to get in his way. Um, so he's all right. He's all right. We're good. He's good.
0: Um, should the athletes have gotten a, a couple hours notice or a day's notice or a month's notice about the crossovers, you think? Should there have been like a little not- notification for them?
4: No, they should have gave us ropes for it though.
0: Ah, explain that to me.
4: So, to do a crossover, unless you're very very skilled at it. Wait, wait, before you go Pat, hold on one rope. second.
0: Sorry, hold on. So are you saying that everyone came out there with their own rope? At the CrossFit Games, do people bring their own ropes? Yeah. Okay.
4: Except, generally speaking, when CrossFit programs something specific on the double-enders, like heavy double-enders, whatever, they provide the rope for it. Um, And you get a chance to just like try a couple lengths, you pick the length you want, and then it's on the floor for you when you get there. Um, For a crossover, you want probably for like less experienced jumpers, you want a slightly longer, slightly heavier rope because you can feel it more for the crossover. Um, And the ropes that we generally speaking use are really light and really thin because you want less resistance. and You want no weight when you're doing double unders to be really fast and efficient. So everybody was walking out with these like super tiny speed cables and they're just really bad for doing crossover. So we looked a lot worse than we were. Like I have a rope at home that I can do them with fine. Uh, But I'm not going to travel with like five different ropes just in case something comes up. Like it's getting a bit like I would assume that you are now. (laughs) uh, I would assume that if they, if they were going to program something like that, they would have been like, hey, or like at check-in been like, hey, pick up a couple of these ropes, pick a length that you want, whatever. Um, Or even just had some in the back after the announcement or right when they announced the workout, be like, hey, you have five minutes to pick a rope length you want. And you can try like you'll get like three attempts. Um it would have been really easy to do, it would have made all the athletes look a lot better. But it was funny because there were some athletes who just happened Uh-oh. to have extra Uh-oh. ropes that sitting around that were like beaded ropes or a little bit weighted that were better for that. So I don't know who was getting some insider information, but um there was like, seemed to be a few too many of those kicking around to be accidental.
0: So if I so, can tell
4: you the last time I saw an athlete show up to a competition with a beaded rope for no reason. So you had never seen that before. Um, no.
1: No coincidence. Wow. So
0: wait, wait a second. Let me ask you: this. You, at the CrossFit Games, you've never seen beaded ropes before, but at this at this games, you saw beaded ropes
4: at that event. Yeah, probably a quarter of the field just happened to have what a beaded the? rope with them.
3: And ironically, did, did did any of the people with beaded ropes make the, the top five for either male or female? I don't remember seeing any of the men, them.
4: two out of the five of them did.
3: <laughs> Who was it that was using beaded?
4: Guy Maheros and uh Ricky Garrard.
0: This this is fucking this is this is a, uh, a scandal.
4: Uh, well, it's not like maybe they just had or maybe they announced it and somebody just went and bought them, but I, I like I don't know. How we long just, did you uh, have before it was I, in house? All that I'm saying is I think that they they probably should have just like had ropes for us. They to try for sure should have, but it it's yeah. honestly, it frankly would have just like made it a little bit like it, it honestly would have just made the athletes look better. I think that that event got a little criticism just because uh, the like none of the women got past that movement and whatever, and it just like was a bit anticlimactic. And part a of the bit. problem with that is that. <laughs> there was no filter for crossover right like in the second round yeah. we'd have had to do just normal crossovers you you filter for that hand skill because there's a lot of guys probably who didn't make it to the top five who could do it but you just end up with you know maybe the wrong people in that top five because there was no filter for that so it was just like it was an interesting setup for an event Interesting. Like very very I'm tripping. Death, very I'm yeah yeah. Uh, yeah
3: yeah i mean it was similar to the <laughs> I don't know, it was similar to, to Pedal to the Metal 1 and 2. Think about how much more exciting those would have been to watch if they would have had two days to know about the pegboard beforehand.
4: Yeah, and I mean, part, I, I guess part of the, the equation is that it's not necessarily, like, that's not the point. Like, it's not necessarily meant to be with heads up who can be the best. Like, that was meant to be a really surprise element uh, to see who can figure it out really, really fast. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, it was just. I think that 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 was probably the heaviest criticism that that event got is that the last heat just like wasn't as successful as they were hoping for. I think they had two out of ten people finish. But uh,
3: God, know, dude, and, and Nick Mathews saved the been day a little better
4: than that. Yeah, yeah Nick, and, and, Nick didn't, and Nick didn't. Nick had a normal rope, right? Like he just crushed it, like no problem. So, but yeah, he had that special we,
1: shirt. Yeah,
4: that's right.
1: <laughs> it's dynamic, aerodynamic.
0: I got to ask you a couple more questions about this. How long before how the event was announced and then how long before after it was announced, did you guys go live? Did you guys get perform
4: the duties? For the, that event, the skill method. Yeah. Do you remember? I don't remember if it was same day. I think it was same day. I think when we had the rain out for the shuttle overhead, we just ended up waiting around for a couple hours and then they brought us to Coliseum and they announced it. And then we like had a couple hours to kill. Is uh, Michelle still your coach?
0: Is Michelle your coach? Yep. Yeah. Um. What was there? Was there any, um like, like, like maybe people ran out to like the dick sporting goods and bottom.
4: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It could be like, or their okay. coaches or whoever, like they had like texted their <laughs> mom and dad and they ran out to grab something different. Uh, totally could be, um, but
0: okay. Last question.
4: Um, it was just like, yeah, it was one of those things too. I, I probably wouldn't have done it just because only five people are making it to that last round anyways. Right. You got to like, hope you're going to get there. I'm not going to go spend money on a rope just hope so that hopefully I can make that last round.
0: Holy shit, Pat. You never cease to amaze me. <laughs> i love um, it pat, pat uh, um after the games do you ever do you, do you have a good cry do you ever just like not just 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 to release do you have any like emotional release do you do ayahuasca cry go out in the <laughs> woods and fucking oh
4: man maybe i'll do ayahuasca next year <laughs> yeah 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 maybe maybe I'll I'll video year. Whenever year i choose to retire i'll go out and just have a vision quest i would just think uh, that you would I'll just go it. up to your
0: bedroom and just fucking like eat, win or lose um you go up there and you just have just an emotional, just release. I mean, there's gotta be some, I mean, there's gotta be something tight on everyone.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's not like you, I don't know if it's just like a, a nice big scheduled cry or you like scream into your pillow, but it's just a, uh, I think even when you finish and you're just done the last workout and you're on the floor and they're like announcing the winners and whatever you kind of like sit and there's just like a wave over you like, huh? Like, okay it's done. Like that was, you know, seven, eight months in the making. Um, and then, all right, like you kind of, it's it's funny, like for the first time in a bit, you like, don't have to think about the next workout or the next piece you're going to do, or the next bit of training. And you just kind of get to not for a little bit. Uh, and most of the year we don't really get to do that. So there definitely is a moment of like relief uh, of not just like, oh, thank God it's over, but just like, you know, okay, this is, the end of this chapter and you know we got some time now to figure out the next step and um and take the time and just like not not think about it for a bit. Uh so there, there's definitely it's a big sense of accomplishment and a big sense of relief and part of it's like thank God I don't have to warm up for another goddamn event. <laughs> I don't have to like move this body again for a little bit. I can just regroup and uh so it's fine, you know. I usually go have a few drinks and hang out with my family for a bit, maybe go see some friends. But other the other fun thing at the end of the games is if you can go like actually have some fun time with some of the other athletes who are around like a lot of people have lots of family and you don't really see them out but i'll always just go spend some time with some friends who are there because we see each other like once maybe twice a year and you're there trying to beat the other guy senseless right and then you kind of finish and it's like hey like, we're actually super close, a lot of the athletes, and it's, you don't get to spend time just hanging out together. So, even that last, the award ceremony where everybody's just on the floor and you like have a drink and some pizza and just chat with the guy next to you, like those moments are really nice because it's just like there's no animosity and no weird energy. It's just like kind of done. And like you both, you did whatever you could. And like now there's no point in harboring any weird feelings. Like it's just like it's done and we'll do it night. Ne- we'll do it again next year. Um, but those moments are really fun. So.
0: You like the new format? Um, I think it's like,
4: yeah, I think it, it doesn't make a big difference. Uh, I don't think it makes a big difference in North America. I like the standardized programming. Um, I think it that makes a bigger difference to outside of North America and Europe because CrossFit's running this the semifinals in North America and Europe. And they're still, I think they're like commissioning other planners to run the events and, you know, Oceania and places like that. So if that's tough for them to swallow, I think if you're an event organizer and you're going to run this event and take on a lot of the duties, but CrossFit's still going to call the shots. That's maybe a bit tougher, but in North America and in Europe, it doesn't matter if CrossFit's going to run it and they do all the planning and they do all the whatever, then great. Um, for us, you know, it means a few less podiums, right? A few less people get to be winners, but, uh, a big event, you know, that if we're running an event for like, say North America East and there's 60 competitors and we're running heats of 10, that means that everybody in that last heat is holding a game spot going into that last event. And so those last, yeah, you know, lane lane yeah. nine and 10 that are uh, maybe a little bit on the bubble. There's guys in the heat before that are going to be stealing spots. And so it'll be exciting, but that last heat is going to be really high caliber. Like everybody in that last heat of those events, they're games athletes. So um, it's going to mean that like the caliber of competition is going to be high uh, and there's going to be, so it'll be fun. And I I, I like the standardized thing. I think it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be pretty similar. It's going to speed up the semifinal section of the year though, which I kind of like, uh, it felt long. It was like five weeks this year and it was just like, I was the last week. So I was just kind of sitting on my hands for way too long.
3: Yeah. I, say I, I, I think the, it'll be nice. Yeah. I want to say I looked at the dates and it's almost two full months from the end of semis to the beginning of the games. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah.
4: And a little less disparity between like being week one and being last week. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of nice. And so I think from the athlete side, it's good. I think it's, it's overwhelmingly positive. um, from an event organizer standpoint, uh, it might there might be some other feelings there, but uh, I don't know. I Can only speak for what what I know, and I'm, I'm not too I'm not too concerned about it.
0: Are you um is it, are, are you going to keep trying to go to the games until you don't make it, or did you plan on retiring until I die? All right, that's what I <laughs> we'll Patrick? see. A few more rides. I'll have
4: a few more. Rides. <laughs> All right. Until I die, I might be a bit ambitious.
0: All right. <laughs> hey, thank you so much, dude. Great seeing you.
4: Been a while. My pleasure, guys. We'll see you later. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'll see everybody at Rogue.
0: Tell your wife, thank you. Yep, we'll see you at Rogue.
4: Will do. Can you kiss the baby?
1: Okay, Thanks, bye. Thanks, Patrick.
3: Bye, dude. See you.
1: I always love Pat's attitude towards like competition and everything else. I don't. I know you don't, but I just like how like, he's like <laughs> stoic and he's casual. And he's like, ah, it's just one part of my life. I wouldn't go buy a jump rope.
3: You know? I'm not wasting he, money on a rope. And, yeah. he did, and, he did, <laughs> and he did make top five. He did make the last heat.
0: Yeah. And, 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 oh, right. Oh, he did.
3: Right. <laughs> so maybe that rope would have came in handy. Hand. He just didn't want to risk it.
1: That's funny. Cause you know, other athletes just like, we're calling people right away and we're like, go to vendor village, get me another rope, go here, you know? And he was just like, oh, fuck it. I'm not spending the 20 bucks. (laughs) It seems
0: like it would be really hard to do crossovers with one of those uh, like cable ropes Mm
1: -hmm. or one
0: of those ones. Do all the athletes pretty much use the same rope
3: or no? I'd say the same like three. Yeah.
0: And and what are those? What are the brands?
3: Mm, I would say like a RX or EVO Evo rope or RPM. And there's probably another brand. But I would say those are probably the two most popular.
0: The RX and the RPM,
3: yeah.
1: Um have you any athletes that have shown up and just didn't bring their jump rope? But they're like, "All right, we got double unders here," and some athlete just like looked through the bag and they're like, "Shit, I forgot to pack my jump rope."
3: Oh yeah, for sure. But there's no. got to be somebody that have backups. So they just get <laughs> you. Fuck.
1: There's someone in there. Jr. One.
0: You um, I I can't even open the text you sent me on my fucking computer. <laughs> And what's crazy is I don't see it on my phone. My shit's all fucked up.
3: No, well, I think it was just to that group text. That Hiller sent that video of her doing two forty for three, shoulder yeah. overhead. It's
1: insane. But that was in the uh, that was a while ago too. She was still training in Vegas then. Yeah. Yeah. See, Kate knows that's my stress nightmare. Yeah, I'd be freaked out as athlete headed to the games because you know, like whenever you leave your house, like, okay, what did I forget? It's
0: like such a big weekend. Do, do you remember that year that chick took a picture of all the shit she was bringing to the games on her bed, <laughs> and there was a dildo in there? <laughs> do you Remember that? Yes, that was crazy. <laughs> and then she did. De- and then someone pointed it out, and she deleted it. Like she just oh went no. Yeah, yeah. She
1: should just let it play like it was a joke. Like don't delete it. Now we know it was an accident.
0: I wish I could remember who that was.
1: Oh. It's like Emily Abbott.
0: <laughs> no. I don't think it was. Uh, JR, don't we have do you you and Taylor and I have a show uh to discuss the rogue programming?
3: Yeah, next Wednesday.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the
3: 26th? Yeah, and hopefully they'll all hopefully they'll all be out by then we'll get to really get into them. And
0: and and okay, yeah, I got, I hope so. God, I hope so. I guess if not, would we'll you just you you'll just hack Bill Henniger's
3: email and just tell us like <laughs> yeah, the same way you Yeah, we'll yeah. just do reckless speculation.
0: Can, can we go over to Bill Henniger's um uh Instagram account yeah. real quick? Let's just yeah. see what's going on over there and then let's check out KDs and then let's check out the rogue invitational just to see if there's anything. Have, have you been checking them out? Are you staying on top of all that, Jar?
3: Yeah, I look every day. It's crazy. You're a good dude.
1: All right, here's Bill. Uh, oh wow, okay, the Roga, the Roga coaster. Okay,
0: so that's the thing that they saw uh, building that I don't think that incline does it justice. You think that that's the same angle that's that ratio of steepness is uh to scale?
3: No, I think the the cart is a lot smaller than the actual frame,
0: right? <laughs> Thank you, JR. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, the incline. <laughs> And that dude won't be in there either.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, let's go over to Katie's and see what's going on over there.
1: Okay. You guys already... Oh, here's that incline just to give context on what you were saying. So on. Yeah, yeah that's probably close. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty you, damn steep. But you were correct, JR. That platform's a lot smaller.
0: <laughs> who knows? There's time. There's time to put a big old box on there. JR's tired. It's past his bedtime. See, Hill. Uh... We'll cr- cr- cruise over to Katie's real quick. Take a peek. You yeah,
1: guys are making me feel too much pressure as I'm spelling the name wrong. Because hers is not different. to scale.
0: You think it's you think the, the the it's steeper in real life, Patrick? Hang tight, junior We're almost done. You can make it. <laughs> I'm trying to get it. the
1: correct spelling for her uh, Instagram handle here. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. oh. yeah, I, I got C-R-T. it. Yeah, don't you hey. do that to me? Don't you do Bye. that? To me. Don't you do that? <laughs> My palms are all sweaty. My heart rate's out one eighty. Okay, I don't, it's I don't good. need it. I don't need it.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, Magnus is saying it's just for the strong men. I don't believe you. Uh, okay, and we saw this already. This is Christy Aramo. Is that a new piece of equipment too? That that, that log.
3: Hmm not new to strongman it might be new to some of the competitors in the crossfit division if they've ever played with one but i'm sure they I, all ha- i'm sure they all have in the last however many days this was put out where is she lifting this look how nice that yeah, barn is
1: that's like the secret lab there's a bar back there you see that yeah and you just got your bar next to the pull up bar and uh,
0: how about rogue invitational r
1: okay, okay, I actually went there <laughs> oh, earlier, and there wasn't anything
0: you don't even follow Katie jackass this isn't
1: that's not I do follow Katie oh, I do okay. follow Katie Sweet. okay that's that's the right, uh, right. that's it's just uh, a
0: g- generic i g you hadn't signed into Yeah, there you go
1: that's uh, yeah ticket's so then, now on sale all right but this is old this is old twenty one weeks
0: oh interesting, okay,
1: yeah, so Oh, but this was new. It's just an old pinned comment. Sorry about that.
0: Uh, a quick quick thoughts, JR, on where Patrick's going to place at the Rogue Invitational?
3: Uh, yeah, easily top three.
0: Danielle Brandon? I think top five. All right. Guys, thank you. Thanks, everyone. JR, thank you. Matt, Souza. thank you. We will see you guys tomorrow at 7 a.m., for the UFC show. That's going to be a great show for tomorrow. And then tomorrow evening, we have the Hiller Fit review show. Bye-bye.